Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the Rogue Valley Roleplayers as we get ready to uh, play out the season finale of Valley of Famine, a Deadlands actual play uh, brought to you by uh, Savage Worlds, um, made by Pinnacle uh, and Shane Hensley, who also made Deadlands, so... Thank you guys for this excellent game system, and looking forward to updating to the newest edition, uh, the Adventure Edition. My name's Ben, I'm here with Rosemary, Austin, Trisha, Ed, and Nick S. Um, and yeah, let's, uh, let's get started. As, as always, I am the Marshal, uh, I'm running this shindig. I'm Rosemary, playing Deputy Rachel Jane Kennedy. Austin, playing Macario. Uh, I'm Trisha, and I'm playing Chen Mei. I'm Ed, I'm playing Raylan Daisy, the uh, mad scientist. I am Nick S, and I am playing Haru Matsuhara. And I'm buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> and um, before we uh, get super started, I just want to say thank you guys for this great game, this great campaign. Um, you, your characters and what you've put into it have all made this just a lot of fun. The energy you put into it, I really appreciate it. So... Thank you. Um, Don't tell our characters. <laughs> no, no promises there. <laughs> if, if our characters die, we die in real life. Uh oh. Maybe I don't know. It's gotten a little extreme. I, I mean, not. Nick's still here, so. Yeah, or am I? Oh. <laughs> oh no. You've got two ghosts now. No. <laughs> um. So, I think we're going to pick up. We, when last we left off, uh, Haru walked in on a lot of you while you were having his eulogy uh, in Sheriff Ross's office. That was great. And, uh, yeah, y'all hugged it out, except for Sheriff Ross. was like, no, I'm not going to participate in that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh... First and last Haru. How many you all people did we Haru tell that Haru died to? Uh, told Lan Hui. <laughs> yeah. Lan Hui knows that we think he's dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm thinking yeah, that's probably seen. about it. He turned. He, yeah, he, I haven't seen Jonathan. He wrapped up the the body, uh, so no, people didn't see it. Go, oh, hey, that's that's Haru Matsuhara's corpse hanging off that horse. Uh, that rhymed. Vaguely. Uh, <laughs> what did? Corpse horse. Yeah. Horse is a horse of corpse. Of corpse. The Undertaker knows uh, Edgar Pittman. Uh, yes. he, uh, yeah, turned Harry's uh, body over to. He didn't seem that worried, though. Which, if anyone's curious, uh, if you've watched the IT crowd, I'm channeling Richmond for Edgar Pittman. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch one of that, actually. <laughs> I did not watch that show. It's great. It's a good show. You should watch it. I watched the first five minutes of the first episode with, with Travis at work. <laughs> That's fabulous. <laughs> um, one of the best shows ever. Yes. Yeah. Actually, yes. <laughs> um, I think we'll pick up. Haru, you are making your way back to your room at the Jacksonville Inn. Hmm. 
you're walking in the door, and a couple of people give you weird looks, like, come on a second, I haven't seen that guy in a couple of days. Uh, but no one says anything, no one stops you. I kind of, uh, well, I'm going to be pretty much ignoring people and going to my room. I'm going to be finding uh, anything I can use to wrap all the way up. Mm-hmm. So does Haru understand that, like, people think he's dead? Um, so like we were just saying, uh, I don't think it's it's really super common knowledge at this point. Okay. We've probably explained to him that we told Lon Wei, so he probably Long knows way. that. Told yeah. a bunch of people though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She went down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You got a marching band. Haru's dead. Like New Orleans style. Yeah. Throwing beads. I can picture it now. Some guy with the trumpet sees Haru. They do parades to the cemetery with a jazz band. Yeah, they do. This is more of a, a celebration that I'm no longer around because Long Way didn't like me very much. It's okay, I didn't like her very much either. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> well, you, you get to your room, you open the door, and uh, Long Way is in your room. Oh, boy. Going mm-hmm. through your stuff. Just kind of... I said to be left alone. I have had a very long day. Kind of drops with whatever she was going through. What do you have that she'd be going through? Um, box of I'd have paper and quills and stuff like that for writing. I'd have. Uh, ooh, that's a rough question. Um, probably a like an ornate box from home that I kept. I would keep just stuff like minor trinkets or things I thought were interesting and uh, probably a folding lantern that I brought from home that I use at night. Okay. So yeah, she's going through some of that stuff and kind of drops what she's holding back with the box, turns around, this quick look, kind of goes pale for a second, just, just like this really, really fast and then kind of masters her... her Emotions and that gets this real, real calm, stoic face. Ah, I see that you are well. The uh, news of my demise <laughs> were, was greatly exaggerated. Yes. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, he forced you to say it. No, I was already thinking of saying it. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why do you not? <laughs> it, was a, it was one of those opportune times. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> As you can see, I am in uh, adequate health. Well, I apologize for. Uh, invading your privacy, I uh, I thought you were dead, so I was seeing what I needed to send back to your homeland. Uh, no, I am I am okay. Um, Are my, you sure it, you're looking a little pale? My 
heart is uh, still mending. I exerted myself too much. Yes. I did tell you to get rest, as the doctor ordered. And I was feeling restless sitting in room. You meant to say tomb. (laughs) (laughs) Next time you are feeling restless, come see me and I will give you some light work to keep you occupied. I will keep that in mind for future. Where have you been? You smell awful. I was assisting the undertaker with some less than clean work. <laughs> Odd. Doesn't your cast believe in not touching the dead? I wasn't touching, merely uh, observing. Just being around the dead leaves a tainted smell. Mm. Well, then I will leave you to your privacy, and I suggest a bath. I will take a bath when I What, uh, what region did you say you came from? I remember in a previous episode you mentioned that Haru came from a fishing village. A fishing village in the southeastern areas of Japan, uh, just south of Edo, which would be Tokyo at this point. Okay. Did you have anything in your possessions that would have indicated that? Um, yeah, probably my, uh, my family symbol on my, the lantern would have an indication of that. would have uh, kanji or something representing the village. You never told me you came from a fishing village. I do not speak of my village much. I left young and went to Tokyo to work in the uh, the restoration. Hmm. I grew up in a fishing village in Vietnam. But as perhaps the story is saved for another time when you were better rested. I will be getting plenty of rest. Uh-huh. That's what you like to tell yourself, huh? That being Lazarus Black. I know. Haru turns his head uh, away sure from for a second. <laughs> for Damn it. Uh, away from Lon Hui, but doesn't say anything. More just kind of thinks to himself. Uh, I, you know, more of just a thought of I don't need to be telling her too much. Sure, sure. <laughs> And then uh, Lon Hoy says, well, if you will let me pass, I will leave you be. Again, my apologies. I would not have gone through your personal possessions if I had thought you were still alive. She doesn't say that with a sudden draw, though. (laughs) I understand. With the uh, condition I was in uh, and people not finding me, must have so assumed it is unwise for people to assume without first 
checking first. I see that you uh, got your weapons back from your friends. I found them and uh, was glad to see that they were taken care of. That is that is good to know. Uh, it seemed, from the impression I got when your friends reported your alleged death, that they had not hesitated long before looting and stripping your corpse. I asked them if I were to be un- missing and they were to find them to keep them safe for me. Uh-huh. Very well. Uh, rest well. I intend to. And uh, she leaves. How much gold did you get from looting this corpse? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you know that, that time we looted Haru and yeah. you know, like when we respectfully folded him up on the horse and like <laughs> carried him for miles. Well, so, so, <laughs> so there's there's what happened. Yeah. And there's Longway's take on it. Yeah. Oh, okay, she's a bitch. Is she? I, I couldn't tell. <laughs> I hadn't gathered that. Yeah. No, no, that's really a bitch to me. So. Really, the the right term. It's just, it's just, I hate when people say that. <laughs> I hate say that. She's she's a cold person. Oh. No, I'm like a cold Haru person. Like Haru in the sheriff. <laughs> no, you're a cold not warm not person. Though. <laughs> you're not a person anymore. You're a corpse. She's not. Yeah, you're a cold warm corpse. At least, as far as you know, she's not cold in the sense that she's a walking, talking corpse. Like at least two members of the Rogue Valley. Wait, the Undertaker made it seem like this happens on a regular <laughs> basis. Who <laughs> oh, no, not again. Here <laughs> goes another one. I've got to explain the cow in the grave if anybody digs it up later. Fast forward a hundred years, modern CSI show, dig up the grave, it's a cow in here. <laughs> what are these records from the Undertaker? Well, the dead kept on getting back up before I could bury them, and, well, they asked me not to tell their loved ones, so, <laughs> alas, I had to uh, make do with livestock. <laughs> I love that the same Undertaker a hundred years later. They're reading it, the, 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 oh, the, the voice. The voice yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We've already established this character, but I feel like I would like an Undertaker where every time he realizes he can't bury a body, he makes a little bonsai garden. <laughs> You know, like he just uses an excuse to do his hobby. <laughs> He's got a new tree. He's just got like a little garden. Well, can't bury that one, so I guess I'll uh, go work on my model trains for a bit. <laughs> a very relaxing. If only I could actually pr- practice the profession I trained in, but oh well. I'll save that coffin for the next one. It was only custom fit. Gotcha. <laughs> And to get up and walk away anyway. Greats. <laughs> anyway, anyway, enough of that sidetrack. So, um, <laughs> train track. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna flash forward. Well, well actually, okay. uh, we'll go to the next day uh, after this happens. Um, so, Rachel, you're you're showing up to work. 
I wanted to go by the doctor at some point because I do have a wound. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can, you can so do that. So I wanted to get that healed. Uh, well, you'll, you'll do a, a natural healing roll. Oh, we'll, okay. we'll, we'll get to that. But oh. yeah, you're seeing the doctor. I think it's like. Yeah, I wasn't sure how much it costs. It's somewhere in the, that book, but in this one. Um, I think it's like $5. Yeah. <laughs> Bottle of booze, go to the doctor. Bottle of booze, go to the doctor. <laughs> so the next day, you're, you're coming into work and you hear voices inside Sheriff Ross's office. The world. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go on in. Mm-hmm. Can I work there in. too? So. <laughs> <laughs> work here too. <laughs> yeah. Screw yourselves. Uh, you walk in and you see Ross is is uh, sitting at his desk, per usual. But there's uh, another man uh, sitting across from him. They're both sharing uh, some whiskey. The other man, he's a young man, probably in his uh, mid twenties, early thirties. Good-looking guy, dressed all in black, though. Okay. Do I recognize him? Oh, that guy. Yeah. I would recognize him, but I'm not there. You're not there? No, you don't recognize him. Oh, okay. He kind of looks up and... Good day, ma'am. Morning. And Rob says, Deputy, this year is, uh... This year, Peller says he is, uh... Federal Marshal Malcolm Locke. I'll hold out my hand uh, to offer a shake. Pleasure to meet you. Pleasure is mine, ma'am. Uh, sure, if you didn't mention your deputy's name. Rachel Kennedy. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you, uh, Deputy Kennedy. I'm uh, newly appointed and assigned to this region. Just uh, making my rounds, letting the uh, folks know that there's a, a new federal marshal in charge of the territory, and uh, I'm also looking into uh, a few issues, one of which is uh, a disappearance that was uh, mentioned around these parts. Uh, you'll be wanting to talk to Raylan Daisy, it's her father went missing. Gilmore? Yeah. Alright, uh, you wouldn't happen to know where I can find her, did you? I actually do. Friend of Daisy's. Oh, excellent. <laughs> no idea of where she might be at. I never really know where what she is. What time is it? It's morning. <laughs> like She's eight. actually asking your Ross that. Oh. Yeah. Ross is like. <laughs> Pulls out his pocket watch. Taps it. Dead. Taps it again. <laughs> Dead as a doornail. Shoots you a glare. (laughs) (laughs) Don't rightly know. It seems my, uh, my, I forgot to wind my watch. Because it's before noon, Daisy likely to still be in bed. (laughs) Well, uh, maybe you can, uh, let her know next time you see her that, uh, the U.S. Federal Marshal is, uh, here to help look for her, her father who's been abducted. I will. And uh, I got a couple questions for her. Uh, in the meantime, perhaps you'd like to show me around town. Let me know what uh, sort of issues you got going on. I had to talk to your boss, but I'd like to get your perspective as well. That sounds fine. Good. 
nice to have some more law and order out here. Certainly hoping to bring it. It's big territory, you know, I'm only one man, but not quite like the uh, them Confederate Rangers say, one man, one riot. We, uh, we try to work as a team best we can. Meta gave me here. Is it like he's like a fresh-faced green? He looks oh, like okay. he should be pretty fresh-faced and oh, green. Okay. Usually you gotta be pretty grizzled. Well, I don't know, actually, that for a fact uh, what it takes to become appointed a U.S. Federal Marshal. It probably didn't take not that much, much yeah. back then, so... I mean, it's it probably not that unusual. Oh, it wasn't wider, like, My daddy had privilege and he gave it to me. Uh, you know, I don't know. Are you a smart? I'm just curious, like. There's probably a lot of just like, my daddy had privilege and then he gave it to me. Now yeah, I'm, like, I'm curious. Like, I'm looking at him, like, kind of sides and stuff. Like, does it look like, oh, like, he's actually capable of doing this job? Or is it like he's going to shit his pants at the first sign oh. of, like, a. You uh, know, like. He's, he looks young, but he's he's definitely got an air of confidence. With oh, him. okay. He's, he's also, like, he's standing there and he's got this, like, silver dollar that he's kind of. Playing with his roller uh, on his, uh, across his, his oh, palm, moving it back and forth, and it's just kind of like a, almost like a. I guess nowadays we'd call it a fidget spinner, but. Wild West fidget spinner. Actually, nowadays you call it a cell phone. It's a no pay attentioner. <laughs> Whatever you want to call that. It's still a fidget. Yeah. Because you can fidget and pay attention, but yeah. now a phone is something that will take away your attention. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, the whole idea fidget. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking up when you, how you people became U.S. Marshals. I think it was like a... a Federal courts appointed U.S. Marshals yeah. as a, police for, a government police force. It was the same as appointing a sheriff. Okay. But could you be, like, deputized by another marshal? Yeah, you could yeah. be deputized by a U.S. Marshal, okay. but you could never become a full U.S. Marshal until you were appointed by the yeah. federal, U.S. Federal Court. Okay. Because I feel like there were probably a lot of deputy marshals who were just like, oh, shit, we need another good guy with a gun. So Yeah, or, or, or just another guy with a gun. Yeah. yeah they <laughs> yeah, they hired plenty of outlaws <laughs> to hunt other outlaws. Yeah. Unless they did in Tombstone. In the movie, at least, it, they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna like, I know, I know. <laughs> like, all right, now you're all deputies, and we're gonna go yeah. hunt these guys." Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so just like, what's the difference between a pirate and uh, a ship of the crown? Like, five hundred gold doubloons, basically. <laughs> <laughs> a pirate and a privateer. Yeah, yeah. a privateer—that's a better one. A flag. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a letter of mark to attack the right people. Yeah. You can have a letter of mark and attack the wrong people, you're still a pirate. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so she's, I just wanted to size them up to get a feel like, is this someone we're actually going to have to babysit, or is it like he's actually going to help us? No, he, he's uh, he's got this air of confidence, a lot of charisma going. Nice. Yeah, well, if you're ready now, we can take a walk about Jacksonville. Certainly. Yeah. So um don't suppose Miss Gilmore uh, lives in Jacksonville? At least she lives in Medford. Medford. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's have a walk about uh, Jacksonville here. Get a lay of the land. Mm-hmm. Tell me about what uh, what trouble makes you got here. Maybe there's someone I got a got a warrant for. That's because you got a warrant for Jonathan Graves, do you? Graves. Hmm. No, you know I don't know that name. One of these well, at least outside of your uh, your sheriff mentioned him, said he was a local troublemaker that uh, y'all 
And he doesn't say y'all. Never mind. <laughs> Mine <laughs> owner. Take that back. There's a local troublemaker that uh, you folks can't seem to pin a crime to. Maybe we can, maybe I can help uh, change that. Though I yeah. understand he's gone allegedly the legitimate route. Yeah, I ran into him the other day and told me he found a claim. Yeah. My name's Gilstrock. Well, maybe you'll be too busy now to make trouble. That's uh, equally as good. You uh have much trouble with the uh the iron dragon here? No. I'm assuming you guys have walked out like oh. you're not just standing there having this conversation, right. Ross is going, Oh fuck guys. Scout's like, you know, trying along at her side. Haru would be on the porch of the Jacksonville Inn early morning okay. because of, you know, reasons mm-hmm. <laughs> having a back to himself. Yeah. And also at this point you probably know. Um, just because people have been, you know, going, mm, what's that smell whenever you pass by? Um, so you smell dead. And the only way to change that is to pickle yourself with alcohol. Or he could also use perfume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, I was thinking about it because he already smokes a lot. Would Could smoking heavily with tobacco smoke cover it? or It is- will help. But, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, we just had yeah. cigars, and yeah, yeah. it doesn't seem to be bothering anyone in here, okay. so yeah, it doesn't leave quite as strong Perfume smell. would be more acceptable for... Or you can just tell everyone that you found patchouli oil. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, it's another hippie. It's, it's, it's more per- setting appropriate. Yeah. Uh, Malcolm Locke, L-O-C-K-E. So I guess he'd actually probably also be heading to the general store to find like cologne. Okay. Drinking heavily would be weird for him. Not like heavily drinking would be weird. Right. <laughs> well, your your friendly neighborhood Manitou also informs you like, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, you can just go ahead and hit the bottle. Ain't like you can benefit from it no more. Well, you can also just. Splash himself with alcohol. Yeah, you don't actually have do to that too. Perhaps your uh, reputation is important to you. you don't have folk thinking you're a drunk, but it's a cheap, quick way to make sure no one uh, smells the reek. Who would happen if he drank formaldehyde? <laughs> if he drank formaldehyde? Well, it counts as a poison, and right I'm immune question. to that. So. Yeah, so. Nothing really. I'd smell like formaldehyde, mm-hmm. which would again kind of smell like a corpse. <laughs> yeah. Would it slow down the decay of his body and enough to help with the smell? Uh, it doesn't decay, does it? Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Yeah. You know the the fiction is not consistent. Okay. Um, and there are harrowed edges you can take that help you blend as as alive. Um, I think as far as like in the wrong ter- long term, if we somehow took this campaign from now to hell and earth, you'd probably look very much like a, a zombie, a corpse. Um, but like you're probably not decaying at the same rate that a, a corpse would. A corpse would. Okay. You could also just walk around with like a nosegay or a, you know sprigs of rosemary tied around your neck and yeah. So, yeah. how, however you want to go about it, basically, if you don't disguise your smell, folk are going to catch on that. Hey, somebody ain't rock with that guy. 
That's why I'm thinking just cologne. Cologne. Okay. Yeah. People might be like giving you money to go buy a bath. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you could use that money to buy cologne instead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you could sell the Lacharana underground cologne market. Uh oh. What? What? What's going on here? <laughs> we're starting. We're starting a cologne market. <laughs> All right. <laughs> It's not where I thought this campaign was going. But okay, we're now phone dealers. Undertaker can't sell coffins anymore, so you know. Like, <laughs> he has to eat dead. He's he not needs, dead. He yeah. needs a side hustle. Everybody keeps coming back from the dead. I can't bury anyone. <laughs> he needs a side hustle because he took away his regular hustle. What had that happen? It became one time Undertaker buried just buried a bunch of people, and they all came back from the dead. And he's just like threw his shovel down, put his hat down, and goes, I'm going to go into gardening. Just <laughs> <laughs> the plants don't come back to life. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Alright, you there, dead people, go deal with the uh, man-eating plant over there, please. Yes? Why is my potato screaming? <laughs> <laughs> I need to plant all the time. Plants have feelings too, right? Yeah. Oh, I know. I've heard the tool cries of the carrots. <laughs> <laughs> Track 69 on uh, Undertow. Yeah. By tool. Alright, so you're you're going around town. Yeah, I'm picturing like, that classic, you know, like establishing shot in Western mm-hmm. movies where it's like the busy Western town, like wagons pulling mm-hmm. up the road and men on horses. and Absolutely. Like Absolutely. people sit on the porch smoking, getting shades. Like, Probably a... a Dozen different characters I mentioned, but then we never actually went for the right. detail or are there to interact. Yeah, and with. you know, Rachel's pointing out like the locals that she knows, and like, oh, there's the horror house, and that's run by you know whatever, and mm-hmm. there's the you know Madame Du Pompadour. That's the that's the laundry, you know, the newspaper office, and just okay. John around. Stopping, so. we talked to all the people with the green. Uh, yeah. yeah, picking up some side quests for sure. <laughs> Healing. Dropping off on um, the inventory, so you can go back out and get more. <laughs> find the horseshoes, so you can find a hundred more horseshoes. <laughs> exactly. Stopping to play a bit of Gwent. Want to get all the Gwent? No, cards. no Gwent. <laughs> no. <coughs> I just didn't dig it. And so then, what do you? So you're saying Haru's uh, sitting on the porch. Wait, well, see what? Well, Added information, he would have been, he would have gotten up, smoked, and then, oh, and then okay. like heading to the general store when it opened. Oh, okay. To go get cologne. Oh, okay. Well, we'll say if if you want, as he asks, like, is the Iron Dragon giving you any trouble? Mm-hmm. I'll say no. In fact, um, coincidentally, coincidentally, <laughs> right here is the chief of the police for the probably program. after I'm getting out of the general store. You know, like, sure, yeah. Why <laughs> not? <laughs> Oh, oh, one of those high school kids with axe body spray. Oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> this is, um, that doesn't Mr. have to stop at high school. Matsuhara. But it should. He was recently, um... Murdered. Wait, did I say that? Yeah, I'm uh, trying to think how she would think it. Recently injured in a fight. Mm. He's recovering. Fight with who? You have seemed to have put me in the spotlight, yes. uh, <laughs> uh, Miss Kennedy. I was dealing with some uh, issues of the Iron Dragon, 
and uh, get many of those around here? I would say no. Most people are too uh, afraid of dealing with uh, the Iron Dragon. They are a large and powerful operation, as many people from around here already understand. But we have the occasional troublemaker. I see. And oh. who are you, sir? My apologies. This here's an original marshal. U.S. Federal Marshal Locke. Malcolm Locke. Please to meet you. Grips his hand, you know, rather firmly. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a cold grip you got there, Mr. I don't think I caught your name. Haru Matsuhara. Matsuhara. You can make call me Haru. Haru. Okay. You can call me Malcolm. And I apologize. I am taking a little time to recover, not getting a lot of blood flow. Ah, I see. Well, my... Uh, well, take that back. Save Hope you uh, hope you feel better right soon. I am feeling better every day. Good, good. Us lawmen gotta stick together, right? Sure. I appreciate the company of other law officers. Well, Debbie. Well, shall I go see if Daisy's up and about? De- definitely. Yeah. Do you mind if... <laughs> Whoops. <No. laughs> there goes Daisy. Do you mind Daisy's if I accompany you? Are you feeling up to it, though? I will be taking it easy. <laughs> then, sure. Do we need to ride our horses to Medford? Or it's not like walking distance. No. Uh, well... Right? You can walk, you can walk it, but it'd take a very, yeah. oh, quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, it'd take probably more time than you'd want to right. spend. It'd probably take about 40 minutes. Well, let's go saddle up. Sounds like a good plan. Haru whistles for Coon, who would be probably from Jacksonville and the closest general store that was from in the Western Day was down the street just a little bit, so... And she's like, I'm in the stable, motherfucker. You gotta come open the door. No, I don't. Jump it. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm not wearing my fucking saddle, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You can only have telepathic communication with Kuhn. One, 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 one. Yeah, you go to the stable, saddle up. What's uh, Macario doing during this time? Um, I think he's mostly engaged and basically just like still trying to warm the town up, but he's gotten a little bit more desperate with it, where he's like trying more dangerous tricks and things that okay. he hasn't tried before. Are you still trying in Medford, or are you in Jacksonville doing this? I think he's kind of he's heading over to Jacksonville because I, I assume like the, the fact that food is rotting is something that has been noticed in more than just like Medford. Mm-hmm. That's probably in the whole area. Yeah, I mean, people know that food kind of spoils a little fast, but. It's Hazards of uh, frontier living. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so go ahead and make me a persuasion roll there. All right. And we'll say that in this particular persuasion, he's uh, 
attempting a flame trick, which he's never done before, where he lights his lasso on fire and basically tries Mm -hmm. to, like, jump rope at it with it while at the same time doing a puppet show with his other hand. (laughs) Whoa. whoa. (laughs) (laughs) It's extremely dangerous. Did he say don't try this at home? Uh, no. (laughs) Definitely try this in your home. That's an eight. Yeah, you're you're pulling the trick off, and uh, people are enjoying it. They're applauding. You know, some of them are giving you a bit of money to help with your your <laughs> livelihood. Um, they're hospital bills. And, uh, <laughs> and they're walking away with a smile. You get a feeling like you're you're, you're lifting people's spirits with your uh, your show here, having a little little better reception in Jacksonville than you were in Medford. Yeah, he he basically uh, kind of like. Does a, this motion where he's like has his victory arm mm-hmm. and he accidentally burns himself? Goats! <laughs> on this, like, the firing flames are open. Oh, 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 I feel like that's part of the clown act, though, you know, where they like hurt themselves. You, you pass it off as like, oh, 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 see, I did that on purpose. My arm doesn't hurt excruciatingly right now. <laughs> Never, you don't mind the sports marks on my sleeve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those were already there. So you probably see uh, Haru and the deputy in the company of uh, another person walking through the streets. Uh, Chen Mei, you're also probably at the Jacksonville Inn uh, getting a game of uh, Mahjong on. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been busy for the last couple of days. Um, kind of trying to follow up on leads regarding the assassination attempt on uh, Shang Jin. Okay. You haven't really turned up a whole lot of answers. You heard a rumor that um, one of the individuals involved in the, the gang that attacked the stagecoach has been sighted out in Crescent City. Oh. So, um, is, this, is this gang... Asian in origin, or...? No. Um, <laughs> so your, your understanding is that most of them were killed okay. during the rescue of uh, Shang Jin, and just this one guy took off running into the forest and survived to get to uh, Crescent City. Um, let's be scary bitches. <coughs> Stared down a Gatling gun and lived. Yeah. So, so what's the? Is there like an easy route at this point, like the, the highway over to Crescent City? Does that exist at this? No, time? it doesn't. Um, probably the Iron Dragon is trying to send a railroad. Actually, uh, something another another lovely retcon throughout there. I said previously that the railroad doesn't pass through Ashland. They're building a spur line there. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. Train the, the line passes through Ashland, um, and the spur line into Ashland it goes right through the town. Yeah, yeah. I haven't looked at a map recently. Um, <laughs> right behind where my dad worked. Uh, but they're currently trying to build a spur line a through district. to uh, oh, yeah. to Crescent City from Denver Ashland Harbor. Uh, yeah, no, I don't go by the railroad in Ashland all that often, just because. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's it's probably like branching off from the Grants Pass uh, yeah. portion of the sense. of the rail line. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're trying to build a spur line out to Crescent City, okay. um, just to help with transportation of, of Ghost Rock uh, harvested from the maze. So does Iron Dragon have like a regular caravan of people running back and forth between 
Crescent City and the Valley if they're working on building the line? Mm, the hope is to open up trade. There's probably, they probably have a, a Hell on Wheels style camp n- near Grants Pass where the spur line is being built. Okay. Uh, progress is slow. As previously stated, like, you know, sometimes they're lucky to get a mile uh, after a day's work, and other times, like, they finish their work, go back uh, to the camp, and come out the next day and find that the previous day's work has been eaten by the forest. Oh. Okay. So it's kind of like trying to uh, bilge the blood with a yeah. Okay. Um, also, the the name of the guy that you heard is in Crescent City is uh, Ethan Sutton. Okay. Well, knowing um, that my recent uh, compatriots are excellent at uh, addressing issues uh, strange and unusual. I'm going to go to find them to see if they would be interested in accompanying me to Crescent City. Okay. Um, so, is there anybody that's in the tavern right now? As a matter of fact, you look out at the street and you see uh, Macario doing his performance okay. out in the street. Um, probably right in front of the bank because that's kind of where the... Uh, Town center for Jacksonville is, that's I think. That's where the wall is, too. Isn't yeah, it, it is. Um, so good. Yeah, one place to put out the fire. <laughs> 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 and you see uh, Haru and Rachel and this, this, some other stranger you've never seen before. Okay. Walk along. And Daisy's probably still in bed. Mm-hmm. So I have Rachel wanted to know where are you, Daisy? Uh, I think I went back to Medford. Mm-hmm. To home. Yeah. Most most likely, you definitely went home. Yeah. But at this point in time of the day, like it's it's still it's it's mid morning. Uh, <laughs> like nine o'clock. I don't know. Is there a reason for me to be in Jackson right now? You tell me. Because uh, I, I haven't spent much time at home. There's probably like projects I got yeah, work on, working on a project and stuff. Yeah, that's fine. All right. So yeah, you, you two uh, and Malcolm Locke are are walking along. Yeah, well, we decided we were going to sign up and ride out to Medford. Yep. To you're, yeah, you're heading to there. You see Macario doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Rachel, you know, not wave, but, like, give that, like, little, like, nod to you. Because she's easier than the show. She doesn't want to distract you. I think you're probably just finishing it up. Haru's yeah. brush with death is going to make him even closer to his friends, like, wanting to just them to be reassured that he's around and there, so he's going to call out to Macario. Macario, you're doing well today. I do better if you tip me, he says with like, like a joke as he points at the tip jar whenever he's got there his hat. Yeah. I drop probably have like dollars. a spare hat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to use as the tip. You know what, I'll, I'll give Macario a couple of dollars. <laughs> okay. Kind of make it look, kind of make it look like Hey, you know this guy deserves yeah. it, so other people can be willing, yeah. be willing to also. But you seem to be doing fine, from my point of view, Macario. Oh, uh, of course I do just fine. Oh fuck! Uh, oh, ah. <laughs> 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 he, he, uh, he he realizes one of his uh, handkerchiefs in his pocket is caught on fire, and he like puts it on, stomps on it real quick. <laughs> uh, 
Always good to bring a smile to my face. Uh, that is why I'm here, Haru. Uh, the, the people of Jacksonville, they, they are much happier than the ones of Medford. I, I have a much better time today. Nope. Nope. That's a modern reference. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is it though? Is, is it? It's called like Medford, not Medford, right? <laughs> Sorry, Jacksonville listeners, but it's true. Y'all are still pissed off about the railroad bypassing you. Is that still getting brought up? Yeah. I, and, and for the railroad to love you, you've got to love yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still not going to happen. It's really deep thoughts no. coming out of there. Never will. I feel like when Macario is not playing around, he's like hosting his own podcast with like deep thoughts with Macario. <laughs> Shower thoughts of Macario. <laughs> In order for Macario to love you, you must first love yourself. Wonder why we park in a, a park in a driveway, but drive on a parkway. <laughs> no, Macario probably doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we're going to fast forward just a little bit to uh, you guys reach Medford, mm-hmm. and collect your uh, your compatriots along the way. Chen Mei is there. Hello. Hello. Oh, Miss Chen Mei. I'm glad to see you. Uh, out of the Mahjong parlor. Ma'am, pleasure to meet you. Oh, hello, who are you? Name's uh, Malcolm Locke, U.S. Federal Marshal. Hello, Malcolm. Please make your acquaintance. What's, uh, what's brought you to this area? Well, newly assigned to the region. Just uh, making the rounds, getting to know people, uh, letting folks know who I am. Oh, okay. And uh, uh, here to look into some disappearances, too. Namely, one Mr. Uh, Gilmore. Interesting. Um, Deputy, when you have a moment, I'd like to speak to you. We're having all over to Daisy's now, but I'm sure we can find some time to speak today. Thank you. <coughs> Haru gives. Is that Malcolm coughing? No, that's Ben coughing because he's still fucking sick that's after like TV. two weeks. Okay, Malcolm doesn't have tuberculosis. No, he does not have consumption. Just checking. Oh, so it was pretty common. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, uh, yeah, you hear a knock on your door. My door. Daisy. Well, who would that be? Jonathan? I'll go up the door. I know it is. I'd be, it's not Jonathan. Uh, I'd, be, I'd be down away from the door, not wanting to crowd the door. <laughs> so who's the one knocking? Uh, probably me, I would think. Oh, hey, Rachel. Welcome. Daisy, how are you? Oh, not good. Uh, all our time away. Look look at this. i show you this, like, lump of... It's just a big lump of metal and other things right now. <laughs> this experiment totally went and failed because I wasn't here to monitor it. Oh. Is this your coffee machine? No, that's still working, luckily. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Well, you must be uh, Daisy, Miss Daisy Gilmore. I am. Aren't you that gentleman I saw the other day? Indeed. Had I known that uh, you was you, I would have started to talk for a bit more, because you're the person I was here to look for. Oh, really? My name is uh, U.S. Federal Marshal. Uh, Marshal. U.S. Federal Marshal. 
I maybe should not be pouring myself another shot of whiskey here. He's also <laughs> drinking whiskey, yes. which the people with consumption did. So mm-hmm. my theory is only growing. Or mm-hmm. vampire. Or he's harrowed. Everybody is Everybody is Harrowed. I don't know. I don't know why we called this Valley of Famine. It should be called Valley of Harrowed. A marshal. No, no. What did What did Jonathan do? Macario is a ghost. I was going to say it for my season two twist, but. She's U.S. Federal Marshal. U.S. Yeah, no, I said it correctly the first fucking yeah, time. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. It just didn't, it rolled off the tongue weird. That Federal Marshal Malcolm Locke. There, I got it out. Because <laughs> your tongue's folding on itself. <laughs> <laughs> it's sold with ants. I'm uh, here to uh, help investigate in, uh, your, uh, I believe, father's abduction? My daddy? Yes, your, your father. Yes. Um, what do you know about him? <laughs> well, I was hoping you could tell me what you know. Well, all I have right now is this letter that I got from the Denver Pacific Railroad saying that he's gone missing. He's gone missing? Uh, they when, believe he's kidnapped. When was he last seen? This was months ago now. Uh, yeah, last fall? Fortunately, word travels slow. My apologies. I only just recently got signed to the case. But... Uh, I understand a lot of persistent telegraphs were sent to by you and other parties. Well, yeah, I've been trying to find out where he is. Cause they say he's, Denver Civic says he's kidnapped. Um, they'd say why they believe that? Because uh, he... I don't really know. Uh, all they really told me is that they, they assume he's kidnapped because he was working on something and then he disappeared. Wouldn't have to know what he was working on, would you? That I don't know. I haven't worked with him in, you know, since I ran off and joined the circus. Oh. Huh. Interesting. Well, uh, some some good information there. Um, don't suppose you could give me any other leads to work on? Well. Could be. He might have went after the Lemurians. I'm trying to find that. <laughs> yes. Uh, the Lemurians? Who, yeah. who are they? Oh, they're the little people up in Shasta. Little what? The little people up in Shasta. Shasta. Oh, okay. Shasta. Your father was working in Shasta then. Oh, no, he wasn't there. The Lemurians are there. And, and the little Are they like a, a gang of midgets or something? <laughs> no, not little people like that. They're, they're not quite human. They're, they're they're not from this planet, and they have cities inside Shasta. I met one of them once. And he, yeah, they they learned how to take my daddy's invention and turn it into a weapon because of them. Daisy, you know I told you that we investigated the Lemurian angle very thoroughly and there was no evidence linking them to your father's disappearance. Yeah. Haru. <laughs> and she's just gonna like Apparently no like, evidence of this. Haru goes to Malcolm and says one moment to another. <laughs> Daisy says strange things, <laughs> but she means well. So um 
does Iron Dragon run down through Shasta? Absolutely, yeah. You run all the way to... It's called Shanfan, but it's basically San Francisco. Okay. So, uh, Daisy, I'm very intrigued by this. Perhaps we can play Mahjong and you tell me more about these little marines. Okay. Now it comes, like, take the afternoon slowly back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've actually, this week, had some time to finally sit down and read the book that this guy <laughs> read, with, like, the first mention of him. And yeah, the guy is so off his rocker. Like, <laughs> the, the, there's a foreword written in 1899. You're like, now all these things that have been invented, like I was writing about this way back in 1886. <laughs> but now it's real. It's like, oh my God. Uh, what if we spark like a revival <laughs> show? <laughs> yeah, there's people who believe what's, in Lemurians. What's the name of the book? It's uh, A Dweller Between Two Planets. All right, there you go, listeners. If you want to know more about the Lemurians... Picked up a dweller between two planets by Frederick Spencer Oliver. There you go. Or just visit the city of Mount Shasta, and you will. Yeah, we'll tell you all about it. Oh my God! I like. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds like we need to take a field trip, guys. (laughs) I saw one of those. uh, like rest there stop and stores Lake. that that rest (laughs) rest stop store that had the the Lemurians are here written on a T-shirt. I don't know what to get Ed. <laughs> 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 I haven't been to Shasta yet, actually. So. I don't know if oh, the you haven't seen the mural. No. Oh. I have to say a stupid joke. I don't know if the Lumerians are religious, but I'm sure they have some Shasta farians. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not giving you a penny for that, but... Uh, uh, that was bad. That was one of those, eh? All right, so eh. you meet uh, Marsh, U.S. Federal Marshal Malcolm Lloyd. Why is that so hard to say? Because you've been drinking. Been drinking. Okay. <laughs> it makes things get hard. It, it does. Um, Especially combat. And so he asked you some other questions. I was trying to get some non-Lemurian related information about your father's abduction. Yeah, yeah. I'll eventually kind of steer back to normal, but like basically I don't know much because okay. no one has given me any more information. Hello, Rachel. Keep looking. Would have mentioned Malcolm at some point that she had sent out a telegram so that she had done like an initial investigation Mm -hmm. into the disappearance, but we couldn't find him. And Haru asked some people he knew in the Iron Dragon. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I'll keep uh, asking some of my sources. See if we can uh, make some headway on this. Well, Well, I'm glad glad someone's looking into this. Well, doing all I can from here. Sorry, it. uh, my apologies that it took so long, but you know how uh, government bureaucracy is. Not really. But. <laughs> yes, it is a comfortable way to live. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, a couple of weeks go by. Um, I that's Dr. Uh, well, you can make a, a bigger roll at plus two. Or actually, just a bigger roll with no negatives. <laughs> All right, yeah, you heal your wounds. Woohoo! So you get patched up. Um, yeah, Chinmay, you, you you talk to some of the folks here, trying to get some 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 more information on your investigation. Uh, Malcolm Locke stays in town. He's Is he in the offices? Ross and I. Yeah, like, kind of, kind of a little bit to regional Ross's chagrin. I was gonna say mm. Ross is gonna love that, <laughs> especially because like he doesn't take over any of the paperwork, mm-hmm. and if, if anything, he passes um, more of it on to Ross. Just yeah. like, what? No, I can barely figure out the the 
the the budget. Walter's covered stick figures. So, um, if if Goodness I can, I have made a clever flipbook. <laughs> if I can convince um, my friends that I've made in Jacksonville to accompany me to Crescent City. Crescent City, would Iron Dragon be willing to pay them for their work? Shenzhen has given you a um, an allowance. I'm not really sure that's the right term, but it's called sure. an operations budget. There you go. It's giving you an operations budget, so you can probably pay them like some thirty, forty dollars to assist. Okay. So when Malcolm is uh, not around, when he's with Ross, okay, um, I will talk to everybody. And you don't have to worry about paying Haru because technically, being chief of police of the Iron Dragon, it's his obligation to assist anyone. Yes. I mean, um, he doesn't want to, but <laughs> <laughs> duty and all that. Yeah, I feel like Rachel wouldn't get paid for that either necessarily, right? Well, she wouldn't necessarily. Well, it's Iron Dragon be. business. Um, yeah, you wouldn't be going in your official role. As I think I know the answer to this question, but since Haru died, isn't he technically released from that duty? Technically? Okay. Yeah, but no one knows. Yeah. Aside from you and Ross and the Undertaker. I guess that's true. Yeah. Well, look, you know, that is not the name. My friends. That's my father, Long Wind. I have, I have observed your ability to address things strange and supernatural. I suspect there, there are some supernatural uh, actions occurring in Crescent City. And I would like to offer you the opportunity to accompany me to the coast, which would also mean uh, being able to get some fresh fish to eat. Um, I know that's limited here in Jacksonville. And uh, the Iron Dragon will will pay you for your assistance. I apologize. Makar, you there? Absolutely. And then he says, uh, mm-hmm. ghosts and fish? Count me in. <laughs> <laughs> Question. Mm-hmm. Being harrowed and eating. You don't need to eat. Don't need to eat, but can I to keep up appearances? Yes. Okay. I wasn't okay. sure if it was going to be one of those things where you eat and you vomit, or, or if you, you can eat and just... It just yeah, you can eat. Digest it's normal. Mm, it, it might sit in your stomach for a little longer than ordinary. And then with But it's like, to, to heal naturally, you need to eat raw... Well, you need to eat a pound of flesh. Be it raw... Fresh, cooked, rotten. Okay. Um, and your body will process that. So you can probably still, like I said, your metabolism is way slower, probably. Okay. No, fish sounds good then. That's a pound of flesh. And it can okay. be any flesh, not specifically like human flesh or. Right. Okay. Um, so Punch a bear. Normally, <laughs> I would um, I would call upon our, our employees at the Iron Dragon uh, for this task. However, from what I've seen, um, they are—they're not quite as uh, skilled in addressing strange and unnatural as all of you are. To put it plainly, most of our Iron Dragon employees are limited in their capability at fighting in the first place. Mm. That is also true. We'll uh, we'll go into that adventure, but that's a little bit beyond the scope of our season finale. 
but we'll for sure like that's not just a dead end quest <laughs> I'll have to check with Ross but I suspect I can take a couple days to go out to Crescent City thank you yeah I just gotta make sure that you know point to the pile of garbage of melted crap. But that doesn't happen again while I'm away. <laughs> I might I suggest you do not start anything until you know you're going to be home for at least a while. Uh, so where are we at right now? You're in okay. the Rogue Valley. Are you see me eye some we, things probably on shelves like, uh-oh. <laughs> 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 you're, you're, you're probably having a meal at the Jacksonville Inn, or or some someplace where you can talk privately. Okay, I'm going to um, try to discreetly kind of sniff my food, and then kind of sniff. the The evening is nice. Might I suggest that we take our meal out to the out to the deck? Then you go there. Sounds fine to me. I, there's. There's a little bit of an odor in the inn tonight, and I'm not sure where it's coming from. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> and I do not want to offend our host. So. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps we can eat under the stars. And eating for you, Harley, is probably, you can do it to keep up appearances, but it's, like, there's no taste. Uh, again, it, it would be appearances only. It would be more of, like, I don't want people thinking weird things like I don't see him eat mm-hmm. and even like maybe sometimes when you're smoking your pipe like sometimes you just you just inhale and you, and you forget that you need to actually exhale yeah and so it just sits there for too long and then oh you open your mouth to say something you just start talking <laughs> yeah that, that, sorry that was weird would he would he even be in, like impacted by the nicotine Nope. Not in the least. I mean, all poisons and, uh, and diseases and technology. Yeah, so right. this is yep. just, just about keeping up appearances and maintaining the habit more so than it is. Yeah. So maybe he continues smoking his pipe. he's going through nicotine withdrawal right now? Nope. Feels nothing. Or I feel things. Just different things. Nothing that's not existential. Again, he... He feels closer to you guys. He feels definitely more uh, close to Ross because the, the you know kindred spirit kind of thing. And yet, ironically, it's that horrid voice in your head that knows you best at this point in time. And he hates that. So after everyone's done eating, I'm going to pull out my box of uh, mahjong tiles and see if anybody wants to play games. I just did one line that continues all the way around. Then. Line, and I've like, never played Mahjong before. Oh, uh, I can teach you. Do you stack that. like uh, dominoes? No. <laughs> uh, my mama used to stack them, you know, and uh, knock them over and uh, make like uh, smiley faces, and and it goes on like this for a bit. <laughs> you guys are getting your uh, Mahjong game set up, and you're sitting out there. Yeah, Chen. Chen looks at her ivory, you know, inlaid mahjong tiles and looks at Lucario and quite puzzled as to why somebody would knock over something so fragile and precious. Uh, you look confused. You want me to show you? 
<laughs> Thank you, friend, but I will pass on that one. Someone comes to your table. Uh, who? Valerie Rose of the uh, epitaph, oh. uh, tombstone epitaph. Oh shit. <laughs> Cologne everywhere and keeping head down. Uh, Haru, I I also thinking about how the Japanese can be. He would actually be closer to Rachel even more because there was there is a connection there, whether it be romantic or not. Right. He feels his humanity is closer to you than it would be a lot of other people. Well, yeah, I feel like they definitely have a connection. Plus, she, I don't know if she would have told him yet, but she sat with his body that first night, so. Yeah. Did anyone tie a bell on this finger to make sure that it was shown? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a gigantic sight in my chest, so we're pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, we both been to um, the Dustlands. Yeah, I, I think that's also part of it. Have you mm-hmm. told him? I don't know if I. I think you mentioned that place, and Rachel kind of got this look on her face, so she knows that you might have been there, but she hasn't told you yet. I think even Haru's not fully understanding of it. Like, it's just like a... I actually had kind of filed that away, though, because at some point I think she would want to talk to her mm-hmm. about that. I'm not sure, but I'm kind of waiting for an opportunity for it to come up naturally. So, well, if you're playing Mahjong with her, he's just standing nearby. She'll kind of like, really? yeah, while I'm playing, I might be a bit distracted. In fact, I'm constantly like looking over at Haru to make sure he's like yeah, still there. Over. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, yeah, Valerie Rose can walk up. Uh, good evening, uh, friends. Mind if I uh, have a seat and join you? Miss Rose. I'll look to you since it's your game. Have you played Mahjong before? Oh, uh, once or twice, in fact. Did a little, little, uh, a couple, followed a couple stories in Shan Fan, learned the game. Expose. Yeah. I'm a Chinese. Not, uh, great not Shan very Fan. good at it, but it's, uh, it's a good way to pass the time. Uh, well, I'm sure you're a much better player than you. And she has a far are. more feminine voice than Ben has. <laughs> Would you be interested in wagering some money on our game? I'd be interested in wagering a story. What story are you looking for? Well, your uh, your compatriots here were involved in solving the uh, the mystery of the farm and ranch hands that were going missing. And I'd like to know uh, what they found. At the mentioning of her, the the ranch hands and farm hands missing, I feel that Haru would actually clutch his chest a little bit because, like, just a flashback of the pain and. Well, now I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> I I cannot wager the story of others. Um, that would be for my companions to decide. And and as she says this, she prepares a new pot of tea and pours some tea for Miss Rose and says, "Please join us." Haru, clutching his chest, looks to the other three and. Just and kind of shakes his head like softly, like just like like leaves certain details out. Kario <laughs> <laughs> will stop. Will kind of see this and step in front of Haru and say, uh, "Yes, uh, the farmhouse. Uh, we were spending the night, and this is when we saw the bodies uh, 
a mound of dirt. Mm-hmm. And something that probably Ross has informed you, Deputy, mm-hmm. uh, we'll do a quick flashback to your debriefing after mm-hmm. you've told him that, you know, Haru died. Right. Uh, Deputy, I'm sure you're going to get some questions from folks on what happened, what was going on. And as, as terrible as it is, the, uh, to, to commit the act of Lashon Hara. Ill gossip, if you will. I think it might be best to, uh, well, maybe say that the Hendersons were involved in some shit. Um, lie. Lie hard. <laughs> <laughs> Better that uh, folk think that, uh, they were killing people than to know the truth. God help me. God help us all. Probably won't. Yeah, what happens? Not. They're not going to help me for the answer. Sir, do you know if those bodies <laughs> and the Hendersons are among though? You said that field burned, right? Yeah. Those bodies probably ain't very recognizable no more. You better hope so, Ross. Fair certain. It's uh, not something I like doing. Casting a, a stain on someone's good name when they don't deserve. They were good people. Uh, they were. They didn't deserve what happened to them. They don't deserve having their reputation tarnished like this. But maybe, well, maybe I spent too long in the company of some of the rangers, but sometimes... I'm going to go blabbing about no monsters, but... Maybe you could offer up a, an alternative, mm-hmm. like bandits came killed some people like stumbled upon their little hideout. They killed the Hendersons to use their house as a hideout. And mm-hmm. people, people from the ranch that stumbled upon it were killed as well. And then they left. Yeah. Or the Hendersons were evil, which is a lot simpler. <laughs> True. Is, I don't know what happened out there. But eight more. You're saying this to uh, Rose? No, that's to Ross. Mm-hmm. Kind of like in the She's not really talking to Rose yet because she is also like, mm-hmm. um, Haru has very much memories associated with that whole. Mm-hmm. So she's. So what are you telling uh, Valerie Rose? She's, she's asking questions about you know what happened, what was going we on. Went to well, investigate the disappearances stumbled across farm, found mounds of dirt yes. confirmed to be the dead missing um, ranch hands and workers uh, the farm I do not remember name of it mm. was hard to read on anything uh, they may know more uh, yes uh uh, we did not find who, who did this, only the bodies. But uh, you, you can guess, I suppose, was bandits, or uh, maybe, uh, I don't know. But It was the Henderson farm. We got out there, found the bodies, didn't find the Hendersons. Hmm. 
don't know there, there were quite a few graves out there. Don't know if the Hendersons just haven't been dug up yet, or. You said you got the, uh, got the folk who did it? Yeah. Did you, did you say that? Uh, drinking, I don't know. <laughs> Bad folk out there in the world, Valerie. And we took care of them. Well, it's good to know that, uh, that our valley has such capable and, and stalwart protectors like yourselves. I'll make sure uh, make sure my readers know that uh, they can count on you to keep them safe. Appreciate that. Thank you for the story. Thank you for the game. Thank you. It's been a been a while since I played Mahjong. It's been a, been a pleasure to remember how to play it. Well, you, you played better than I do. You are a better player than uh, you give yourself credit for. And definitely while you're playing, like even though she's putting off this whole like, oh yeah, I learned it. I played it once or twice in Shan Fan, a little rusty. Like she's giving you a bit of a run for your money. I'm just learning this game, so. which I don't know how you do that because I think I'm pretty sure Machine is a whole lot of luck. I don't think you stack them up like dominoes and knock them over. I'm no, you, no, you don't. No, 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 you do not. No, 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 you don't do that either. I like Mahjong. I love playing Mahjong, but I have no skill at it. Turns with the same symbol, they disappear. That's how you play it. That's not. I definitely have strategy. That's how you play on the computer. Isn't that called Taipei or something like that? I, I also don't know how you do Mahjong with one and four players. <laughs> or less than four players, too, right? You can do it with less than four players, but I've only ever played it with four people. I, I imagine if you added any more, it'd go really, really fast, because this is a lot of tiles going to people. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. That's the gist of all we know, Miss Rose. Thank you for your time. And thank you for uh, for speaking to me. I'm going to stop when I see you. And, uh, yeah, she puts out a pretty positive sounding uh, article. Yes. Um, and then Alexander, I think his name is Alexander Corbin. I'm trying to be a look, but... Is that the other newspaper? Yeah. Yep. Alexander Corbin. Um... He doesn't actually ever come talk to you, but he, he uh, puts out a, a pretty bleak article. Uh, again, it's it's pretty much just laying out the facts. Like, here's what happened. What was the resolution? Don't know. No one really said, but uh, these people went out there. And, uh, and then the disappearances stopped, so I guess that's a good thing, I suppose. He read Valerie's article on his own. Kind of. <laughs> he probably put more research into it than I'm giving him credit for. Um, he, well, he probably took like talked to people who actually investigated the mounds and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You're right there, Trisha. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna fast forward a little further. It's the end of the month. In fact, you wake up October 31st. 
So if you say the reason why we haven't gone to Crescent City is because Ross wants me to stick around in town to help get the Marshall settled? Yeah. And you've been working pretty closely with uh, Marshall Locke. Mm -hmm. uh, he's, he's a real friendly guy. Very charismatic. Um, you're probably getting to like him. Okay. Haru's been spending any private time he can with Ross kind of learning about the condition so he knows what he can do to... Yeah, he, he tells you what he can, which isn't much. I understand. It, 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 I think this is because Haru's like, I, you're the only mm. source of information I have. If, if Ross could only give him a little bit, he'd be like, okay, you've given me enough. I'll figure out the rest on my own. You just got to be prepared because uh, the thing inside you is going to strike any moment. Try to take over, do whatever mischief it can. I've fallen prey to mine time or two. But uh, you're strong-willed enough; you can keep control. Whatever you do, don't give in. Don't let them take over. I am strong. I hope so. One more thing: you should probably know. Think inside. You may have told you. Maybe it hasn't. You're pretty resilient. Whatever can uh, hurt you. But don't get shot in the head. Destroy the brain, you're dead permanent lack. I will attempt to keep my head from hung. That's a better option than staying animated with a destroyed brain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd, be, that'd be a bummer. <laughs> um... Perhaps. I will promise you one thing. If you lose control, put me down. I'll put you down. It's uh, not an easy thing, but folk like you and me, it's for the best. But, as long as we can do something good with our eternity, I will do the best I can to protect those I care for. all we can do. I, it is clear to me that I may never return home, but I will protect those I care for. So since I wasn't there when Haru died, I'm going to assume that I don't know that he's harrowed? Yeah, unless someone here volunteers that information. Um, and at this point, I'm also going to assume that I figured out that he is the, the source of the smell that was bothering me in the tavern. You actually have to roll a uh, notice negative two to, to make that connection. Can I do that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Does alcohol you do might notice, or? though, too, that yeah, Rachel... Yeah, that's why it's at a negative two. Since Rachel's probably, like, doing that thing where, like, someone she cares about has been killed. And, like, that hovering protectiveness thing of, like, I want to make sure you're okay, and, like, you know... You're seeing a lot more of her. Yeah. yeah. You're probably having... A little bit of trouble corroborating the fact that Haru is dead. You right. saw him die. Right. He's still it's feeling that grief. Her. Yeah. But at the same time, he's bad. It was a real shock to Don't. have and even, even when he takes like his clothes off, he's keeping a big set of wrap bandages all the way up and around, just because in case somebody were to come into his room or something you know, like that. And if anyone were to ask about that, she would say, "Well, it's his heart. You know, he had you alert. He had that heart attack in the woods." But it's it's really like it's, it's the shock of like he was dead and now he's alive. Yeah. 
and again, whether it's romantic or not, Haru does feel emotionally and like connected to you. He doesn't. He's not sure about why, and it's probably because the hunting grounds kind of thing. Yeah. Is that what that was? Is the hunting grounds. That's, that's I mean, my take of, on the hunting grounds. Yeah, part of it, you know, that may be part of it. It's also because you're a fellow lawman. Mm-hmm. He feels that you have a very strong code of ethic that he can agree with. Right. And Lazarus Black has probably picked up on some of those feelings. Sure would be a shame something happened to your friend the deputy there. <laughs> Anything happened to her, I would kill me myself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you sure about that? You, are, you have no idea how willing a Japanese is to kill themselves, do you? Oh, I've, I've heard plenty of rumor, but uh, <laughs> you ain't the only one in control here, boy. We'll see about that. Yeah? Why don't we? Shit. <laughs> so, uh, so I rolled a, a net three. Okay, yeah, you haven't figured out that it's horrible. That So I've, I, I'm going to assume that I've noticed that there's this smell that's kind of lingering in the air wherever I go. Yeah. And he, he's covering up, so it's, it's like yeah. an underlying smell. Like maybe you probably haven't put two and two together. Right. I, I noticed that it's just kind uh, of. I think you get to roll first there, sir. Presence, I but I haven't exactly figured out where it's coming from. Right. Like, I mean, maybe you can get something, like, in the inn, because, like, that's where... Mm-hmm. Like, maybe a skunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Maybe a skunk got into uh, the inn. Yeah. Uh, 17. Might clean it up as well as they could have. Get a plus one. Nope. Oh. Well, I got a six there. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so you struggle. Uh, maybe we flash to a little scene in the, the, the hunting grounds where it's, it's you and Lazarus kind of squared off. You got your katana drawn. He draws, it looks like a katana, but he wields it just like a saber. And he comes running at you, clash swords. And then at the last second, like, you knock his blow aside, and you run through again. And, and he, he looks down. Well, there's always the next time, boy. I will never give in to you. And and he, he kind of absorbs back into you, and you is that a domination roll? That was a domination You got a raise, raise on his domination roll. So you're actually at plus two domination now. Oh, nice. nice. Uh, so there's, there's no place on the right. It's enough. But that means the next time we make a dominion check, you're, you roll at a plus two. Sweet. You can still fail it. I, oh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not going to get cocky. I, 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 I'm just playing the character I would be. Like, oh, I will never give in. You know, I think I need to spend a penny to, to make that happen, so... Oh, really? All right. Upside. Let's to spend on the rest of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so it's October 31st. Yeah. Hey, look, I could go out dressed as a corpse. <laughs> well, I don't think folks celebrate Halloween. No, it, was, yeah. Yeah. it doesn't happen to be Chin May's birthday. I don't know if you tell anyone else that. No. But. I don't know that I would tell anybody that. Um, Ours is March 21st, I think. No, August is 7th. There, oh. Is there any local lore two weeks ago. surrounding... Would it have been called Halloween at this point? Or All Hallows Eve? Eve, yeah. Is there, considering the, the, the supernatural and the strange that we've mm-hmm. encountered, is there local lore about... 
spooks and specters on All Hallows' Eve? You know, I don't know. I'm not that knowledgeable about the history of Halloween. I think there's uh, one other scene I want to visit on before we move on, actually, which is your inevitable meeting with Lan Hui. Oh, yeah. Yes, okay. So I had my couple weeks of rest. Yeah. <laughs> We totally like lost over Hazy's twenty first birthday. Did we? Oh no! That was October fourteenth. Does Daisy celebrate it? Does she announce it? She probably would. Yeah. Yeah. What's twenty first birthday? No, no, it means nothing at this time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Drink what you want. If you can reach the bar. <laughs> I just may not feel very good tomorrow. Um, but it's delicious, so it's worth it. But that was like two weeks ago. One thing that does happen is uh, Jonathan Graves. Rides back into town to help celebrate your birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Help celebrate your birthday. Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) This is Claim producing the Law of Ghost Rock. We're getting there. Has the stagecoach robbery reports gone down at all? Coincidentally, they have? Remarkably. Oh, wow. Yeah. I wonder if there's a strange coincidence. <laughs> <That's odd>. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know at this time in history how people from... Am I from China? Yeah. yeah. How people from whatever region of China I'm from would have celebrated their birthdays? I have no idea. Um, okay. <laughs> the, but I do know of. You would celebrate it with anybody you would consider family. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, you would probably have a quiet moment of prayer in the morning and in the evening, like, kind of thankful that you survived another year. Mm-hmm. Yes, China is that dark. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't remember quite every other detail. They tend not to think of birthdays as personal as we do, like... You know what I mean? Like, no, like, not a lot of partying. And yeah, they're, like that. they're more group oriented than they are individual. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anybody, like, you'd, you'd celebrate with your family. You know, you'd talk about the good times. Gifts would be given, but it would be gifts of, like, either reflection or of a very intimate nature. Mm-hmm. Oh, or uh, also clothing. Okay. Socks. More, Socks usually more best, elaborate yeah. stuff like that. that. Elaborate socks. You know what's up. I do know what's up. If, is it safe to assume that my uncle Chen Lin Bin would have um, sent me a gift from Washington? Yeah, what did he send you? I don't know what he sent me. I'm asking you. <laughs> She's asking you. <laughs> um, I know what he sent you. I think he sent well, you one what, what, what kind of what, what kind of man is he? Is he a man of wealth or is he a man of poverty? <laughs> yeah. well, um, so he is the the minister to the U.S. mission. Um, from China, so he's 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 kind a, of a man of a, a man of means. So yeah, he probably might send you like a, a, a opulent hairpin or uh, maybe some jewelry, maybe something of American make that he just was like, hey, this is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe a pistol with a fancy silver handle. Yeah, uh, even that would be. I know what he sent you. He sent you a jade inlaid mahjong set. Ooh. That's Whoa. fancy. Would you have done that if I already had a mushroom set? Yes. Okay. You, can have, you can have more than one. <laughs> can I also have um, a rosewood hair comb with mother of pearl inlay? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. So nice. Mm-hmm. 
so I will take some time on my birthday to um, write a letter to my uncle of gratitude and respect. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, and Chinese listeners, feel free to correct us on this because I'm just remembering some things on my what I've read. I also want to take out that Rachel would have been stopping by to continue on helping Mahjong with you. Okay. Because she enjoyed the game. And I will have taken some time for prayer and reflection in the morning and to give thanks to my ancestors. And this is the perfect time for Macario to start phase two. Oh, what's phase two? <laughs> it's where he tries to convince people around town to let him paint their saloons and houses a, a very bright color of either like lime green or orange or Whoa. purple or blue. Whoa. I don't think he'd like be that. very successful in that endeavor. But he's going to try. Okay. expensive. <laughs> yeah, at that time, people were strictly using like minerals and, and white, yeah. and brown, and yeah, <laughs> white so and brown. To, to mine the natural resources to make those colors would have been quite expensive. And so, Mrs. Smith, I am here to tell you that uh, I have already made the paint. It is a very good shade of yellow. Oh, what shade is it? Oh, uh, can I paint a little, show you? No. Uh, okay, well... Would you paint your hand right there? Uh, here, I, I dip a handkerchief in. Take a look. That's a crazy sound. That's a lovely shade of uh, brown. Uh, sure, you can go ahead and paint my house, Sonny. Uh, you're doing it for free, right? Absolutely free. <laughs> great. Great. <laughs> so... Uh, I think her house. This is even more eccentric now. <laughs> her house sticks out like a sore thumb. It's a lovely shade of brown. I mean, if you were if you were wealthy, people did paint their houses with different colors because, like, like they use uh, what, sure what looks like a brown buttercup flowers, you know. Mm -hmm. They they grind the sh out of those and paint those, but it didn't last long, and you had to be really wealthy to get somebody to make it and paint it. I think once he's finished this task of painting this, this old woman's house, um, he'll kind of look at his handiwork, see the places that he missed, and kind of wince a little bit. Um, and then... We uh, shot in the head. Just, just you know. Lady of Guadalupe, is this right? <laughs> and you just, hear an angelic heavenly voice, Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> You know, at least Miss Smith was nice enough to say, oh, it's a lovely shade of brown, and so I'm going to paint my house the color of piss. Because that, that was a common thing when people wanted to paint their house yellow. <laughs> so I guess receiving a, a message from, like, his concept of the mother of God, he's he's going to have to continue along this path of trying to paint people's houses. <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty unambiguous. Like, yes, Makaro, you're doing the right thing. Keep it up. Bringing color to the valley. One urine-colored house at a time. <laughs> is that the only color you're doing? Paint uh, the rainbow. He's got other colors, but that was, that was his yellow day. Uh -huh. And then he has like a red day and a green day. You're definitely having some limited success. Like most people are like, uh, no, why would I paint my house? It's just going to get uh, weather-worn in like two days. But it will look good for the rest of the week, and your kids will love it. And... Uh, all the other neighbor kids will love it. And, um... Slam. <laughs> Aww. 
Oh. Do we want to see Lucario convince Ross to take the sheriff's office? Daisy will let you paint her off. Definitely. You are going to love this really Daisy. Really, question. I call it lime green. Are you letting Lucario paint Ooh. the sheriff's office? I'm not in charge of decisions like that. That is Ross's decision. Rachel's well, just going to sit back and watch that show happen. But all he has to do is bring Ross a bottle and Ross will... Either Whatever. Or <laughs> That's tap Ross. out and then McCarthy. Sure. <laughs> well, you don't know about Ross. No, I know. Ross is his. The bottle doesn't work on Ross that yeah, way. He doesn't it's drink blood. for pleasure. Oh, interesting. He is very much like our friend. Okay. Um, I did not notice. Informally known as a guy named Kane Rose. So did this happen? Which she doesn't know either. <laughs> <laughs> the gunslinger, for no formally known as Kainra, sorry. In which Haru became undead, or was this is this like the? This is a pre-existing reason? condition. Okay, and why he's just chronically drunk, but not really drunk. Exactly. Okay. Chronically drinking, like around chronically. the clock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is why his clock doesn't go at all anymore. Cause yeah. Because he is. Because he doesn't experience the passage of time. Yeah. <laughs> Father, wine the clock. Yeah. Anyway, he seems like some goddamn thing. Uh, yeah, let's go visit that conversation with Lan Hui. I haven't quite done all the research I should have done for this, but um, yeah, eventually you return to your duties, and uh, Lan Hui calls into her her office, sends her assistant out. How are you feeling? I am feeling uh, much better. Still looking a bit pale, but I don't think my color shall quite be the same ever again. Okay. <laughs> Makari would probably help with that. <laughs> yeah, makeup. Oh, of course she gets makeup. Mm-hmm. So, your investigation into uh, Shane Jin's abduction. How was that going? We have word of uh, one of the men who took, kidnapped him in the first place, who went to Carson City. We are on the trail of them, but we are, I am finding it difficult to make time to head that uh, way. Hmm. After all, my duties here are... Forefront in my mind. That's very good. You mentioned last time we talked, you said you uh, grew up in a fishing village in your homeland. Yes. It's fair to see how that is relevant for our working relationship. Mm. I was born in a fishing village, like I said, in Vietnam. Up there, uh, there was a young woman. In fact, when a shiny ship came to visit, it wasn't unusual. We had our fair share of visitors come by, smugglers, pirates. Sometimes they'd take whatever they wanted. Most of the time, they'd trade. One day ship came in and uh, 
caught the eye of their one of their passengers, I suppose. I'm not quite sure what his role on board the ship was, but he attempted to buy me from my family. They made it known that I was not for sale. He did not take no for an answer. How rude. Indeed. He uh, slaughtered my family in front of me and took me captive and brought me here to America. I don't suppose you can guess what his name was. I do not wish to make assumptions. Why don't you just tell me what you're getting at so we can get to the heart of the matter? He has forgotten me after he sold me here. But I managed to make a name for myself here in the Iron Dragon and rise to the ranks. Sheng Jin murdered my family and sold me into captivity. Well, if that is true, along with the information you told me that he has stolen my emperor's prize to Daisho. He's in possession of it. Whether he stole it or not, couldn't tell you that. Either way, it makes no difference to me. I will figure out who the assassin was for Sheng Jin, as it was my duty. But I will bring these charges to light in front of him and ask him his side of the story, if you do not mind. I will issue my justice if necessary. Does the assassination attempt of a dishonorable man really merit such an investigation? As long as I don't know the full truth, yes. For I have my duty and my honor, and I said I would investigate. It did not mean I would prevent. Well, I cannot say I wish you luck in your investigation. I do hope you keep an open mind. Excused. <laughs> if it's anything that the Japanese were not known for, it is an open mind. <laughs> <laughs> he bows. And bear in mind, Haru is willing to give her the benefit of the doubt and be like, okay, he doesn't trust Shang Jin either. Mm-hmm. And so he'll investigate the assassination attempt, but if there's another one, eh, <laughs> he's not necessarily going to stop it from happening either. Right. It's kind of right. a... She giggles s- creepily a little too much to trust. Samurai, I mean? li- samurai loopholes. I, I'll do my duty to investigate this for you, but if you die in the process, it's not my fault. <laughs> No, I'm not his bodyguard. His bodyguard <laughs> would be the one to be punished. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's where that goes. And then, uh, the morning of October 31st, you are all summoned, if you will, uh, by Lon Hui. <laughs> what? Yeah. what the hell happened? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Deputy, you're probably uh, just getting up when you, you hear a, a heavy knock on your door. I've been up most of the night. Who you is know. it? Answer the goddamn door, Deputy. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Who the hell is it? Who the hell do you think it is? <laughs> Uh, so Rachel's gonna, you said she's already out of bed or getting out of bed? Probably out of bed and maybe oh. we're breakfast. She's I don't know, what, what, what are you then? Yeah, I will say she was, like, out of bed cooking some breakfast. So she's okay. gonna, like, open a cupboard, um, pull out a bottle of whiskey, like, pull the cork out, sit on the table, put, like, grab a glass, put next to the whiskey, and then, like, roll her eyes, put the glass back up on the shelf, and then open the door. Yeah, come on in. Took her time. Getting your drink ready for you. Yeah. You ready to ride? Ride? Yeah. A lot of ways ask for meat. She's gonna look at her uneaten breakfast and then be like, yeah, I'm ready to ride. Alright, let's go. So she'll grab her gun, saddle up, and follow him out. Due to Haru's condition, he would have just been mainly patrolling the Iron Dragon's camp anyway. <laughs> he only comes back to the inn now every once in a while he doesn't want to make the other he has to recharge yeah he doesn't want to make the other in patrons uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) we were all gathered uh, even Chin Mei and uh, uh, back room at the Jacksonville Inn and uh, Malcolm Locke is there too even she's not only Malcolm Locke but someone that we haven't heard from in quite a little while Uh, uh, Marshal Edward Markson who is the mm-hmm. Medford oh, yeah. Marshal. Oh, that guy. Oh, that guy, yeah. Yeah, the, the... I don't remember what was wrong with him, per se. Oh, he was just pretty condescending. He was condescending. Yeah. Like, I didn't. I never really intended it originally, but in our very first episode, like, uh, Deputy Kennedy was talking about, you know, patrolling the, the circus and making sure no one got out of hand. And he was just like... Sure thing, deputy. If you want to go to the circus, you just go to the circus, whatever. Oh, he was an asshole. Yeah. 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 So yeah, Rachel's going to see him just be like, Markson. That's all she's going to say. Kennedy? Do the whole slow tipping of the hat kind of thing and keeping my hat down. I'm kind of trying to mask my pale Why face. Why out the combat cards? Why? That was good at my way. Anyway, uh, so you're all called to uh, meet with Lon Huey. Yep. Now, it's been a couple weeks since everything that happened prior. Um, your birthday. Mm-hmm. I haven't told anyone. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's been a couple weeks since these. I apologize for interrupting your daily schedules, but we have an emergency situation. I received several telegrams last night and then this morning from uh, towns south of our location. First one came from Weed, California. Calls for help, SOSs. And then from Montague. And then from Hill. Hilt. Hilt. So great with your names. Like, no, these are actual I know, names. That's what's crossing me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weed and Hill. Yep. First Weed, then Montague, and then Hill. Uh, all telegraphs seem to cut off in the middle of the message. Uh, I received another 
telegraph early this morning from an Iron Dragon train that uh, arrived. We're expecting them later this evening, but I doubt we shall be hearing from them. The first telegram read, Town of Weed, attacked, stop. Assailant unknown, stop. Proceeding to next station, full stop. We got another telegraph a few hours later. Montague gone, stop. All dead or missing, stop. All stations alert, stop. Moving along rails, stop. Awaiting reinforcement, stop. Help coming, stop. Good luck, full stop. I don't know what is coming, but I expect it shall be visiting us soon. Sheriff, I trust I can rely on you and your marshals and deputies to assist. Sheriff Ross nods. I know, of course, that I can rely on you, Matsuhara, but, uh, uh, would she know your last name? She must know your last name. Yeah, probably. What is it again? Bromista. Mr. Bromista, I, I know we have not interacted much, but I have heard that uh, you are I an accomplished com- combatant, and I hope that you will help us. I give him my full support as a fighter. I have seen it myself. <clears throat> I, I am but a simple entertainer with a few tricks up my sleeve. He is a ace in hole, I think they say. Will you help us? It will uh, help bring color, Makayu, and not the color of death. What is the color of death? White. <laughs> no, <hold on. laughs> White, yes, but I was actually going to have Haru say something a little deeper than that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is like uh, darkness, but even missing that it is a complete lack of anything any color that sounds correct uh, but uh, anyway yes of course I will help uh, I'm already here and Ms. Gilmore will go you assist us go as home. well uh, I, of course I'll help the railroads out that's my family it's my family business I appreciate it uh, we'll be Manning a watch. Uh, I have already contacted a few gunmen in town here, and I can provide some of my own fighters, uh, enforcers for the railroad. I have done what I can to get the workers out of the railway. Do not want to get them harmed. Hopefully, we will uh, protect. All civilians, be they Iron Dragon war- uh, workers, not warriors. Yeah. That's what I am. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, or that's little privacy. Ever said that? <laughs> I think I missed which railroad is having issues. Iron Dragon. Right. Oh well, I will definitely be there to help. Oh yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. we're contractually obligated to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. What we're going to do, actually, because it's getting a little late, we are going to use mass combat rules for this. Mm. So I do not know how to do that. That's fine. It means we all die. Yep. 
Everyone dies. Well, good. I'll come wow. back in between to six days. super fast yeah. combat. <laughs> yeah. Fast, furious, and fun. Look, I came back. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's hair. I got better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, <coughs> how are you preparing? You're, you're sent to the station. Lanhui has... This enemy, whatever it is, is coming from the south, right? Yes. Haru would be putting himself at the southernmost yeah. way. Is it coming across the trains? Yes, it's following the tracks. He, I think oh. that a little, I mean, not that I have the hindrance or, yeah, the hindrance, but he has a little bit of that now that with the, with his affliction, his condition, and his just him being who he is, he would be right there at the front like, I'm ready to face death. You know, I will take on whatever foe may come. I will protect the ones I care for, the ones that I need to protect. I will be right in front. Mm-hmm. I think, how much time did I have to prepare for this? Like an hour? Oh, you got like a whole day. Okay, he's going to make some mannequins that look like the party as a distraction. And they're just okay. stuffed with straw. With straw mm-hmm. And have like hang, bright handkerchiefs that really draw the eye, you know? How much mm-hmm. like a scarecrow do these look like? They don't look that much like a scarecrow. <laughs> she doesn't want me to have a bad yeah. attack. I think they look a bit like a scarecrow. I think they might freak Rachel out a bit. So. <laughs> you know they're not scarecrows because they have smiley faces. <laughs> oh, you see, now, but now, like, even now just, they just like, get Benjamin ammo to use later. Where we'll like, find another scarecrow. Another scarecrow. And it's got a smiley face burlap sack on, and it's just yeah. with a smiley face stabbing us. Yeah, I want to say, like, Rachel's <laughs> carving the with the bullets, and, like, out of her eye, he's seeing these mannequins and, like, jumping, and then be like, oh, fuck. He's oh. bringing out more bennies of colors, and I don't understand what's happening. I'm scared. Yeah, I don't even know what a green <laughs> Benny does. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. They're not bennies. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Do I like we're going to be, like, individually firing off weapons? No, don't worry about it. Oh, okay, so well, since we have the data, the data to prepare, Haru's going to meditate a little bit, kind of focus his spirit, if you will. Okay. Um, and he might... Ross um, actually mutters something about checking some of his books and goes back to his office. Rachel's gonna carve rings and bullets. Okay. Like, uh, stockpile. Mm-hmm. And, like, distribute them to various people. Okay. How are you planning that off? Because you haven't made public knowledge that you're a hex on Yeah. And uh, you've got a bit of a tag along, because Mountain Lock is uh, there. That's true. Tag along. <laughs> She's just gonna. She's going to do the rune carving itself in private, mm-hmm. and then just be like, these are some fancy bullets from out east. Um, I've heard they've got pretty <laughs> I cool. shoot it, something a bear comes <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> Scientists come up with crazy stuff these days. She's going to give maybe Malcolm a few of... Daisy will be like, yeah, we do. Give him. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he She's curves. not going to give him a load for bears because that's probably bear. too magical okay. for trapping, but she might give him like a long barrel special. Anyways. He quirks an eyebrow at you. Mm-hmm. From back east, you say? Yep. Never heard of uh, bullets like that. Interesting. <laughs> this is the guy from back east. Yeah, that's right. Ghost rock pumped bullets. <laughs> just. Oh. <Daisy. laughs> 
mean, if you want, I could tell her lying that that day she's asking all the crazy little legends, you know? If you want, I mean, you don't have to consult Daisy on yeah, that. I'll just say that. Yeah. I don't think you'll back me. Because that, that's, that's not know. a lie. She's a. Quite the inventor. Hmm. She is. Very interesting. Alright, so here are your. Well, I was going to say, Harder's going to pull uh, uh, Rachel aside and be like, no matter what, stay behind me. I will protect all of you. Can't lose you again, Haru. Haru, I hear you trying to play the part of savior again. Let this straw man, Haru, be your savior. Let them attack these straw things man. first. <laughs> I. It is not a scarecrow. We already. I already explained this. <laughs> I will do not have smiling I will faces. listen. I will listen to your advice, Makario. I will let your distraction do its job. But once the true fighting begins. I will meet the foe head on. No fear. Okay. Don't make me sit over your body a second time. I I will do my best. So one of the the things Lanhui offers $3 to each person who's willing to help. $3. As far as your your thirty. 30. 30. 30. I was like, three. Woohoo! I've got a lot more than that. Whoopty <laughs> fucking do, darn. <laughs> go great. Uh, as far as your forces go, Lan Hui uh, has her personal bodyguards to uh, uh, pretty burly guard her body. Uh, Chinese guys uh, <laughs> who eschew any, any weapons. Um, Ooh, okay. As well as uh, five. Uh, Five Iron Dragons enforcers who, much the same, don't don't have any guns or anything like that. They're just these big burly guys. Uh, she also has uh, ten gunmen that she's hired in town. Uh, Marshal Markson has four deputies that he's providing um, nice. for the fight, and he's also participating. Okay. Sheriff Ross is there as well. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, <laughs> so many dead people. <laughs> and Malcolm Locke is there as well. So Chen Mei is way to go regardless um, because of her affiliation with the, the railways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but are we each sharing our, our $30 fee with the extra people who are joining us? No, it's $30 per person. Okay. So like, she's, she's spreading her wealth a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit. I mean, it's only like, what, four, like three, four hundred dollars. <laughs> So you're, you're taking up positions, you set up some strawmen. Um, it's easy to have Okay. <laughs> First thing she wants to do is uh, <laughs> go find Jonathan, meet him at the mine, and maybe get some ghost rock. All right. You want to have like a passionate farewell with Jonathan? Maybe. It's a few hours' ride, so you're probably going to be a little pressed for time, but you get out there. Yeah, ten minutes is all you need. Daisy! Hey, Jonathan! I should have. Well, I guess you couldn't let me know when you're coming, but uh, that was so dirty. What's uh, what's going on there? Well, the town's in trouble, and we need some ghost rock. Town's in trouble. What's going on? Uh, there's we, there's some telegraphs saying that all Weed, Montague, and Hill all went down by something coming on the rails, and it's on its way to Medford. Some kind of death train. Oh, well. 
Yeah, of course. scripted to stop it, and you know, I can do some stuff with some ghost rock. Absolutely. How much do you need? How much you got? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this, this is this is no, this is where the player is negotiating with the DM. Because <laughs> what, are you, what are you looking for here? Uh, I don't know. I basically just want like Ghost Rock to like make if if I could try like yeah bombs or something like uh, or something like hand grenade sort of sort of deals or like a big explosive like a mine. I, I think more like a mine, something where maybe when the train comes into town, we can try to just. Ooh, interesting. Which you I'm know, not sure I like that dragon may not like that so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jonathan yeah, can give you right. enough to make a, a bomb. Okay, a, a mine. All right. And I'll head back to town and like start hoping bolster defenses as well. All right. So here's how I'm picturing the distraction would work, just for future reference. Mm-hmm. Whatever attacks is getting ready to attack, and like one of the train car doors springs open, and there's all the straw decoys. And underneath, like this little lip, are a bunch of peanuts that are being smashed all at once to sound like gunfire. Okay. And so, <laughs> the whole idea is you've got a bunch of like what look like gunmen in this train car that are going to pull the fire. And well, when, we, we, we have we access to Chinese fire. people. We could get like actual firecrackers. Yeah, this is a yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, just want to point that out. We have like <laughs> we have access to fireworks. Yeah. Okay, maybe that makes more sense. Maybe I don't need to invent like how, something that smushes everything. How prevalent is gunpowder in this one? Very. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we can we can do all sorts of things with gunpowder. Yeah. Oh yeah. I guess we can get a wheelbarrow from the local gunsmith <laughs> and just be like, hey, look, gunpowder, pour yeah. it on the track and. Maybe, fire. maybe well, peanuts aren't the most. The Iron Dragon fire. isn't real thrilled with putting any uh, bombs or explosives yeah. on the tracks. Rachel no, but we probably pull like Ross and um, Long. Long. Well, Malcolm Locke. No. Um, Markson. No. Okay, I don't. Long way. Long way. Long way. Okay. Yeah. And Ross and they would like discuss the possibility of just blowing the tracks to prevent the train from coming. Because I mean, like, absolutely not. No, prevent loss of life of everybody. Repair some tracks. We can persuade that. (laughs) I feel like that's a valid strategy, actually. Like that's it is. Like honest to God, like preventing everybody from dying as their last ditch. We can blow this the hell if we need to. This is our first ditch ever because we make our first ditch. Yeah. Yeah. Explodes. I cannot approve that the uh, the cost of materials. It's best we know they're coming. We can fight them, whatever they are, at the uh, the train station. Heaven help you if you're wrong. Oh. Uh, so she's I'm not going to start out. Like Rachel's actually kind of pissed now. Mm-hmm. Like her respect has gone down. That this woman would value her train over like the lives of the town. That's why I have my last ditch. Like, all right. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, are you trying to plant that mine without anyone noticing? Uh, or are you making kind of like almost like a satchel explosive? So if like something more like that, I think. Okay. It, it, it's kind of like, oh my god, this. Like, well, if I need to. Got this ghost rock and blow everything Bro, mm-hmm. Blow so everything. It's more like, oh fuck, we're losing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Blow up everything. Yeah. <laughs> and then when I get to town with what little I can do, yeah, I'll, 
you know, I got decent repair skill, bolster the defenses. Is there any yeah. chance we could break up a flamethrower? <laughs> <laughs> Don't need that chance. <laughs> I have blast. Or burst, whichever one it is. So, evening comes. We're all in position. You're waiting. Again, men are waiting tensely for whatever this is that's coming. When you see it, a train is spotted steaming down the pass. It passes through Ashland at sunset, and by the time it makes its way to the Medford station, it is full dark. The locomotive is a dilapidated iron behemoth, black iron, darker than night. The pitted and beaten front of the engine resembles a leering skull, the jagged cow catcher forming its skeletal upper jaw. Ghost rock vapor streams from the smokestack, wailing in horrific agony as it slowly lurches to a stop, releasing a cloud of fetid green steam which billows out over the station. Shh. There's no movement. There are three cars behind it uh, after its big coal tender. Uh, two look like uh, they could have been passenger cars, but they've been boarded up. They almost resemble coffins to the overly imaginative. And then there's a freight train that follows behind it at the very end. And there is a long moment of silence as you all gaze at this thing. And then you see movement in the, uh, the cab of the locomotive as something reaches up and tugs on the uh, the whistle, and this this horrifying blast, like the screaming of a thousand souls in agony, blares out, and the sky darkens. The moon fades until it's just this faint light, barely casting any illumination upon the uh, the station, upon the valley. And you swear you can hear the whispers of dead friends and, and family plucking at the edge of your hearing. Huh? Do I hear my daddy? You do. Oh. Wow. So he's not so alive. Mm. The landscape seems to twist and churn around you. Uh, the shadows grow longer. Everyone make me a fear check at negative four. So total night two for me. Uh, yes. But you add your grit. You add your grit, so yeah. you're you're at a net zero. Yeah. So that's uh, spirit, right? Mm. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Well, I'm gonna start by re-rolling. What is fear going against? Spirit. spirit. Okay. I succeed. I got a six. Okay. Yeah, you're unfazed. You're you're awesome. There we go. Or you master your fear. Mm-hmm. You're, you're unfazed because you feel nothing, and even Lazarus Black's like, yeah. <laughs> I gotta raise on that. Yeah, He's still living. Oh, you don't want an info again? <laughs> no. Frame frames. Yeah, that'd be a bad phobia for my character. Yes, I got yeah. a, a six. Yeah, six. All right. Yeah, you master your fear. Ooh, good. Uh, and the doors to the cars open up. And these figures come rushing forward. They're uh, nearly naked, wearing just tattered clothing. They're pale and gaunt, no hair. I don't know if I can make it 
and just this eyes glowing red in the night and screaming these shrill blood hungry cries <laughs> a night train has come to visit the rogue valley and unleashed its deadly cargo of vampires oh, and those vampires oh crap um is Axel Rose on this night train? Mm-hmm. Is Axel Rose on this night train? No. no. <laughs> Luckily. <laughs> uh, so I'd like to Benny my fear check. Oh. Uh, I thought you made it. No, I did not. What does the red one do? You can send it as a regular or add a d6, but I get a Benny. And the white one is just a reroll? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just going to do a straight reroll. For what it's worth, activating my reflection power. No, no, no. Okay. No. Yeah, I still didn't make my check. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll a d20 for me. Uh, remember. Six. For Friday. Six. Yes. I define the white line. It's really right. this one. You're panicked. Uh, so you're not going to be able to participate in this first round of the combat because okay. um, you're you're filled with fear because the fear level of the Rogue Valley just went up by a lot with this horrific train whistle. Did we just go from like yellow mm-hmm. to red? Yeah. Okay. Fire season. It went to black. <laughs> Actually, it went to Australia, black with red lines for just. What? (laughs) 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 Alright, so who is commanding the battle? You can nominate one of yourselves or an NPC. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know enough about it to... Yeah. So basically, if someone has the knowledge battle skill, they want to be in control. Oh, man. I just think they have that as... Our newly minted marshal, does he have knowledge battle? Uh, he does not. What about Sheriff Ross? He does not have knowledge about battle either. Oh, well, Sheriff Ross. Oh, bone. <laughs> We're yeah. all boned. I have does knowledge Malcolm, of Road Wars. Does Malcolm have any other relevant skills that would make him an effective leader in battle? He's got shooting. He could be a commissar. Then. <laughs> Do we have the Iron Dragon mooks? Yeah. Just a nope. long way. So Ross will take command of the battle as he seizes things and his research has paid off. Mm-hmm. And he shouts, "Aim for the hearts! It's the only way to put these things down." And uh, yeah, he's gonna. I just wanted to like <laughs> try and roll the default. So first things first, uh, is everyone participating? Well, uh, Chen Mei, you are like you know staying in cover, like oh. Yeah. I'm shaking in my boots. You're shaking your boots, but is everyone else like joining in? Totally. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, right. I already pointed that I was already doing anything. I mean, distraction, Amara Curry's distraction was up, so I don't know if that's it's still going to. Uh, he's still going to try to make it work. It's not. This isn't like people firing at us, but it should still make a lot of noise. Yeah, no, they come rushing out. And it looks an awful lot. Their goal is mostly to bypass you. Their attack is to get into town. 
So what are your tactics? What are you doing? Fend them off. Yeah, trying to Just prevent that. So I'd be going right to the front line. So you're, you're leaping right into combat. What are your What are your soldiers doing? Your your troops? Uh, they should be behind cover and aiming for the heart slate. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't want to throw them at them, but they should be shooting and moving if they need to, moving along with them to keep shooting. All right. So I will give Ross a plus one for the tactics. Can I see uh, Rachel's, like, finding a spot to shoot from, like, cover, aiming for hearts, trying to keep them bottled up by the train? Yeah. Uh, so, here we go. Uh, roll your fighting. My fighting? Mm-hmm. Uh, with the wild deck? Yeah, with the wild deck. Uh, seven. Okay, hold on a second. There is... Is that a negative four? Mm-hmm. Oh, Sorry. So... Three then, mm-hmm. so not good. You're rolling. Nice. Yeah, uh, six. Oh, that's a nine. 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 So roll it. Roll it. Sixty. You get something crazier. Nope. Nine. So five. Five. All right. Yeah. That is success. So you jump into battle. You're slashing with your swords. You're uh, just trying to be as many places as possible. Mm-hmm. Um. You get to add plus one, so Ross is at a net plus two right now. But you suffer ten damage. So that's three over my toughness. Okay, so that would only shake you. We're not going to worry about that. Um, Rachel sees like, her jump into battle and her heart just like, leaps into her throat because she's not ready for this <laughs> again. Heart is supposed to live a life of no fear. <laughs> She's gonna probably shoot at vampires like coming up behind you and stuff like that, trying to watch your back. Go ahead and what are you doing to participate in the combat? Well, there's all these things coming off the train, and I am just using my burst power to try to just take, take out as many. You're using the railgun to, yeah. to lay into them. All right, go ahead and roll your. Uh, um, do you use shooting on the? No, weird science. Okay. Because it's not... I'm not using an infernal device. I'm right. using my special... Okay. Yeah, we'll Ooh, yeah. Ooh, <laughs> that's so 17. 17. That's On the dice. You cover yourself in glory. Scores of these Nosferatu fall before you, and your success inspires your allies to fight like demons. Ooh. Woohoo! Alright, Chen Mei, you are skipped. Uh, Macario. Alright. Uh, yeah, he's going to be trying to basically, once he realizes they're ignoring his distraction, he'll start tossing out ropes, trying to like pull these things back to give the uh, Iron Dragon mooks something to shoot at, mm-hmm. and basically just pull them back to All right. Good roll, your uh, Entangle spell sounds like you're using that. Um, okay, sure, that works. Uh, he doesn't do anything. Saving your bang? Um, yeah, my entangle's really bad, so... Oh, okay, I see. Uh, alright. Debbie? I'm shooting at vampires who are kind of, like, coming up behind her roof. Alright. Like, covering him, basically, as he's engaged in melee. Okay, go ahead and roll your shooting. Ten. Oh, shit. Fifteen minus five. 
or minus four. Minus four. So, 11. 11. That's not quite two raises, so. Um, uh, oh, no, yeah, plus two. So, the raise. Sweet. Suffer. Uh oh. And. 14 points of damage. So my toughness is 6? That is going to be at least one raise. 14 minus 6 is 8. Eight. So that's a raise, yeah. No, that's so two raises. Is that two wounds? Yeah. How oh, do I get wounded when I'm like... Because they're swarming, they're fast. Oh, okay. And so they're, you know, some of them are clawing and, and, and scratching at Haru and they're, the others, there's, there's tons of them. And they're mm-hmm. crashing through, leaping over uh, barricades and, and through cover, oh, and they're spreading out. And they're they're trying to oh, yeah. get so into town. Two wounds. Oh. You want to soak that? And a oh yeah, special. I guess I can soak. Note. Yeah, I'll try to soak. Oh, that's so right. You got a failure, right, Macario? Oh, just something more interesting than yeah. Um, no, I yeah. Take I think it'll be fifteen damage. All right, let's see what I got here. Um, so that's ten over my toughness. So that's two wounds. Can I soak it? Yeah. Okay, I'll attempt to soak. Uh, oh, that's two a crit. wounds. Am I able to try again? Mm-hmm. We haven't updated yet, so. Guys, yeah. I hate you. I guess I'll just. Uh, I soak one wound. No, it doesn't, does it? Because it's like, oh, I guess it does. You're not the negatives yet. Okay. Yeah, so it's just one. Okay. Where, what is this one? Oh, maybe that was the light. Alright, yeah. Yeah, Bigger? Mm-hmm. Oh, you suck it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> can I can I get temporary <laughs> HP on? <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah. All right. So Start here we go. A little bit. So Ross is going to roll. He's at a net plus zero thanks to all of your contri- contributions. Oh dear. Oh oh, oh dear. Oh dear. Oh, oh. oh. Spend immediately trying to re-roll that. Give you Ross. Uh, Alright, that's a simple success. Woo-hoo. And now the other side. I am giving them a plus two on this roll. Um oh, one second. I did, did Ross's roll wrong. Alright, so he actually got as an eight. Or no. Mm. Four, it's a ten. He got a ten because he was at a plus six. Uh, they are going to roll a plus six as well, actually. Uh, so they got an eleven. So they got one point more. Let's see here. Each success and raise because they said to lose one token. All right. So uh, yeah, the vampires are starting to overrun your positions. They're ripping into some of the dead men. Just. And more disturbingly, a lot of them are bypassing the battle and getting into the town. You hear screams all around. 
Um, so now the army needs to make a spirit roll. Use the leader's spirit, which is Ross. He's pretty good at that. Yep. Uh, your forces hold until the next combat round comes. Uh, what are your tactics now? You're you're engaged with the vampires. They're running into the town now. Yeah, some of them are. And like you see, you know, Malcolm Locke is you know, firing with his gun. What does he got? He's got a Lamotte, so he's you know. <laughs> And uh, you see Sheriff Markson, he, or uh, not Sheriff Markson, uh, Marshal Markson. He's got two peacemakers that he's just... And occasionally, he, like, just lands a haymaker on, on a couple of the zombies. Or, um, not zombies, vampires. And, of course, you all see... Uh, How important is the conductor? Hmm. You see Sheriff Ross draw his big gun, and he fans the hammer... And that thing, just the, the roar of his gun drowns out almost all of the noise. And for those who look, you can almost see some of these weird rune-looking things glowing on the barrel of his gun. I've got a face full of vampire. I don't know if I could see that. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Macario's on combat medic duty, trying to keep people fighting. All right. Uh, including himself. <laughs> I'm trying to think of tactics because I'm, I'm not sure Harder would actually think of the conductor himself. I was just Plus on one for everyone, even for the heart, uh, for Ross's instructions. Mm-hmm. And making it past Haru to the town. Haru heard the whistle and the vampire. I'm trying to think if Haru would think to attack the conductor or if he would, what he would think to do. Mm-hmm. He might honestly think of just making a fire line that they would have to run through, which I don't know if that would actually do anything to them, so I I don't know what to do. Keep on fighting. Keep on fighting. That's, yeah, that's the best All thing right. I can think of. Alright, well, I'll give you guys a plus one opportunity to aim for the heart. It's a little difficult to get that uh, that shot off. Go ahead and roll your fighting. You're, you're engaged with them. Uh... Nope. <laughs> uh, five, six. Oh, that's right. That is the Ross's hand red. Six. Six total? Yeah. Alright, that all is a success. Yeah, plus one. Uh, so you're in the thick of it. You're getting clawed a lot by the, uh, the Nostratu. Oh, I can't imagine that hurts you much. That's a five, a six. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, they're finding you less than tasty. Uh, well, Daisy. the bursting seemed to work last time, so yeah, she's definitely going to keep up with that. All right. Oh, yeah. More burst, 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 and just slink, stabbing into their chests. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a five. That's a. That'll be. Oh, you are in a negative four still to all that. I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah, that would have been two. Okay. Uh, for my last one. you want to re-roll that in? Uh, add a d6, maybe? 
or just call it an oops because the GM didn't explain the rule? <laughs> yeah, I'll add a D6. Nice. Yeah. Do I, I re-roll that six as, if I get a six mm-hmm. on it? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, so ten plus, plus my five, well, plus my six, so it would be sixteen minus four, twelve. Twelve. That is actually a success in two raises. Woohoo! <laughs> Better! <laughs> uh, so you don't take, not that it matters, but you don't take any damage. Woohoo! And you add plus two. Alright. Now, now I'm going to add a d6 to that roll. All right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, buddy. That's so eight. Eight plus five is thirteen. Eight. Eight. So add a raise. Add a raise. So we add plus nine. Two. Thirteen minus four is nine. You said five. Did he? Yeah, it was minus five. Minus five. You lost a oh. unit of troops. That's right. So now you guys are getting ripped apart. Oh no. It's oh. 11. Uh, 15 points of damage. Oh, I'll take that. That would be two wounds. So let's try to soak this one up. The bigger, huh? So much better. So two freaking oof. Ouch. Everybody will be harrowed. <laughs> yeah. Alright, Shin Mei, you're able to act. Okay. So you, um, you master yourself and you uh, what are you using to fight? Well it's so it's been a while since I've looked at the rules for the arcane trappings. But I gotta raise them every rule on the Yeah, yeah, plus two. Can so you, I just blew up the damage on you. Can you remind me how Bolt works? Uh, so you're going to roll your spell casting skill. Okay. And then what does Bolt actually do? Uh, we're not going to worry about what it actually does. Because okay. we're... we're mass style is a little more abstract. Okay. Um, am I taking the negative, negative five? Yeah. Negative mm-hmm. five. Um, you're so dead. <laughs> Well, I got a six, so that puts me at a one. Right. Oh, that did not go off. Fails. Don't add anything else. Trick. You're overwhelmed by uh, numbers. Uh, those for ops who just rush in. Uh, you're going to take 12 points of damage. Okay, so uh, my toughness is a five. So well, that should be just one wound. Do I, have any, I don't think I have any armor. No. Okay, so seven gets through, so that's shaking with the one? Yep. Okay. Uh, soaking at all? Um, no. Alright. Macario, you said you were going to try and kill people? Yeah. Alright, so you have. You have two choices. You can try and kill your fellow players. Or you can try and restore a uh, unit of troops. I feel my fellow players are the priority here. Okay. So go ahead and roll uh, healing. So you're using the power. Yeah. So, do you have to use power points for that? We're not 
going to worry. You're, you're supposed to keep track of it, but this is we're we're doing cinematic, uh, cool action sequences. So, so it's, it's quick and dirty. Yeah. Um, Hey, my armor power would add to my toughness for spin this for a damage. Would I have to roll that for this? Uh, yeah. Um, so how many minus am I at? Five. Okay, I've actually failed. I think you got... You rolled an eight. I rolled an eight minus five is three. Um, so I failed. I thought you had a d6. I did. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. That's he, that. he, he rolled the six. And well, the one two. after that spent the, the, the Benny. Oh, the one. Okay. Actually, I'm at a minus six, too, so it's actually a two. So a three. Because mm-hmm. I'm only wounded. <coughs> yeah, you're trying to help people, but those vampires are fast. Oh, man. Oh, no. Ten. No. That's, uh, that's 13. Uh, 17 points of damage. Yeah, he uh, falls to his wounds, I believe, because he's at one wound so far. Uh, well, what's your toughness? Uh, it's only five. It's only five. <coughs> Three so wounds. That's 17 minus five. Twelve. Twelve. That's three wounds. So that would be incapacitations. Yeah. Good. Uh, well, we'll worry about the effects of that once we're done. So yeah, you're you're pulled down by the Nosferatu. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> Deputy. No, thank you. Um, hearing the screams from the town, so I would want to get a contingent amount of me into the town to start shooting up okay. vampires there. Go ahead and roll your fight. You're shooting. I'm rolling damage. Well, 20 minus 6 is 14. Mm -hmm. So that's three wounds. That's three wounds. Right. Alright, do you have a wound right now? No. Then three wounds is not in cap. You probably still want to soak. Yeah. I'm going to save that one for an end. Oh, shit. That soaks one, so you get two wounds. Alright, Ross is going to roll and Nick. Plus two. I'm gonna re-roll that. I'm gonna re-roll that. What is he rolling? Knowledge battle. Oh. I rolled, I believe, was a three, so which would make it five. Ten. You got a ten. Mm-hmm. And now they roll. Oh. Mm-hmm. You all make some headway. Uh, I got it's ten. Like we're all dying. Yeah, yeah. We're all dying. Well, because you're, uh, you're, you're taking wounds that would have felled... Uh, Regular warriors, you're, you're getting in there. You're you're helping. 
And in fact, no, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> so let's watch, watch us get all very confused as we all throw out a black gun. <laughs> yeah, awesome yeah, yeah, here we go. <laughs> Throw those down. So they hold, and battle continues for another round. This is the third round of combat. Jesus. Uh, so we're still aiming for the heart. You've led a group of people to try and yeah. protect the townspeople. It's like the, you know, shootout in yep. the town. I'll give you a plus one for that as well. Any other tactics that you're leading the troops in? trying to imagine the battle theater of mind kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's scattered, it's chaotic. Scattered figures. Like I said, most, they, they, their objective seems to be to get into the town. Yeah. So a lot of them are like taking a quick swipe at you and then moving on. I, I'm going to follow a group of them into the town as well to mm-hmm. try to just stop them from harming the people. Okay. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll your fighting. You're getting there, you're slashing up your, uh, your dice show. Uh, 8 minus 5 is 3. 3. Add a d6. Yeah, I'm going to add a d6. Right. <laughs> 4. Well, that's a success. You <laughs> take 3, 6, but you add plus 1 to the roll. Uh, 8. You have plus. Yeah. Eight is one over my toughness. Okay, so we're not worried about shaking results because these are longer than just simple six-second six rounds. Yeah. All right, uh, Daisy. All right, seeing how, yeah, like, I'm looking around. Things don't look too good. Taking yeah, out that yeah, train. You guys are getting. You're, I mean, you're making a little bit of headway. But yeah, yeah. No, this is this went south fast. Yeah, so I'm gonna take that ghost rock satchel thing and like just lob it, lob it in. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm gonna make that a throwing roll. Okay. So you're remember you're scatter diagrams because I'm gonna miss. Oh, okay. I'm at negative seven to this roll. Over at <laughs> not minus five and I have two wounds. Yeah. So yeah, that's a negative two. Negative two. Want to add a d6 to that? No. No. Right. Scatter diagram. That's gotta get close enough. That's where I can blow up. And <laughs> it's a big train. The scatter diagram can't make it go that far. No, it can't. So, um, what happens is that you get caught in the explosion. Well, so that was a that was a failure, right? Uh, yeah, minus two, negative two, negative that. Yeah, we're all gonna be dead. Well, minus seven to the roll. What do you do? So I'm gonna give you a plus one yeah. to the battle roll because it was an explosion. Um, but you're going to take 46 damage. Roll low, roll low. Yeah, you did. Well, seven. Seven. I'm shaking. You're shaking. So, yeah, you, you throw the satchel charge, you turn and run, and you, it like goes off, you. just launches you forward, and you, you nice. crash into some some debris at the station. Yeah. That actually went 
roll over and you're like you know your your duster or whatever you're wearing is, is a little bit on fire and you see like this skull shaped explosion plume up into the air um, and the train isn't destroyed but it's damaged and you see like part of, part of the sleeper trains been busted open and you almost wish they hadn't been because they're just seeping with blood and, and mm-hmm. nastiness inside the remains of people Um, I'm gonna roll to unshake. So that goes against my spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, we, we haven't been. I'm still shaking. Mm-hmm. Oh, we haven't been rolling. No, you don't need to roll unshake. Oh, okay. Okay, I was. We were glossing over that. Okay, so I'm unshaken. It, yeah, it's yeah. a little longer than regular six-second rounds, so we're kind of like... Oh, yeah, yeah. We're... we're oh, shit, shake it. Oh, right, oh, oh, yeah. Keep fighting. Okay. Um, I'm going to attempt to bolt again. Okay, go ahead and roll your magic. Um, net negative five. Actually, it's uh, down to negative three. I'm sorry. Three. I do have a wound, so negative four. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm at an eight. Nine minus four is five. Alright, that's a success. We're gonna take D6, get plus one. So you're blasting. Oh my oh, god. God damn, oh, you're killing us all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're blasting through your magic, but you take 10, 15, 16, 16 points of damage. So that's four more wounds? Cause I, oh no, I'm not shaking. So three wounds? Mm hmm. Uh, so that puts me at four wounds. So you're yeah. mm-hmm. You have the minis to soak with if you want. You could do that. Uh, if I use the red benny, you get another benny? Uh, not if you spend it just to soak. I'm going to spend it just to soak. Alright. Okay. So that leaves me at four wounds, but I'm standing upright? No, you need to roll your vigor. Oh, okay. Uh, four, four. Seven. Uh, your vigor should be six. Oh, you're right. I'm getting tired, Ben. Five. Okay. That's the same result either way, so mm-hmm. you suck one wound, so you're okay. at uh, three. Three. Okay. You had one there. Uh, you are incapacitated, so deputy. Okay, uh, I kind of like marry a little bit. Sure. So I kind of picture Rachel, she's got... It's like looking around the town, seeing these towns that have fallen to the vampires, vampires mm-hmm. running everywhere. And you're she's like just pulling gonna, people out of their houses. Yeah, and she's just going to like take this breath and then to inspire the men that she grabbed, like, you know, with her into town, mm-hmm. she's going to step out from cover and just like walk down the street, like long black duster flowing behind her, mm-hmm. you know, yelling at women and town, so get behind me, and just shooting her guns down the street, nice. vampires. Right. roll me a shoot and roll. Nine minus, Nine minus three. Three? So it's going to be six, that will yeah. be a success. Yeah, plus one to Ross's roll. Oh, takes some serious damage now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. That's twelve. Six, sixteen. I mean, would you recommend saving this for an end cap roll? Uh, 
Probably not. Oh, since you have hard to kill. Yeah, that's true. I'll try to soak it. Unless you're real snake eyes. She met it back. That's the one I did. Okay. Well, uh, that's that's right. Right. It just means you're taking the pool. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. So, so you're yeah. in capped? Yeah. All right. Yeah. You uh, you get in, you get behind me, and you're you're fighting these things off, and you're getting people to safety, but right. they're they're clawing at you, they're ripping at you. She's, you know, she's just got this like smile on her face, and she goes down like mm-hmm. it's where she's meant to be. Yeah. All right, Makari, why don't you uh, roll the d4, d6 for Ross? Okay. <clears throat> he got a six. All right. Um, eight total minus whatever penalties uh, he Actually, has. it's eight plus six. Fourteen. Fourteen. Still gives you a raise. No, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep doing it, please. <laughs> so, what do we got here? One, two, three, four, five, six. So, they've taken some substantial casualties, and that train has been damaged. And so, you hear the whistle blow again. It's this, this horrid. And, uh, the Nosferatu kind of shift and they start rushing back towards the train. Some of them are dragging victims behind them. You know, people still screaming, Help! No! No! So we're going to do one more round of combat and then the night train will depart the station. So, still manning, you phones. Oh, this one. You still standing? Yeah, I am. All right. What are you doing? I'm noticing the vampires are going back towards the train after hearing a whistle, right? Mm-hmm. I'm heading back to the train. I'm going to try to get to the conductor. All right. Roll a fighting check. Five. And you're only at negative one. So four. Four? All right. Uh, you're going to six damage. I don't think it does anything to you. No, I've got seven toughness. Plus one. Actually, yeah. eight with both my. <laughs> you're, you're fighting your no, way. You're bonus. almost to the uh, yeah. the conductor's car or, or the cab. Uh, without a raise, I'm going to say you don't quite make it that far. Yeah, you're you're killing these things, but you, I, I'm definitely like locking eyes as I'm like stabbing and like heading that direction. And you, you see him, and he's not really like wearing like a conductor's uniform. He just looks like a, a regular person until he turns and locks eyes with you, and his skin is sallow and pale. His eyes are uh, milky white. His mouth has been stitched shut. Sewn shut. And he just pulls on that whistle again. Letting out a bellow of take out the conductor, kill the train. <laughs> Daisy. Uh, Pick yourself up, you dust yourself off. You're uh yeah. Haru shouting something. Do I hear what he says? Oh. You're hard of, are you hard of hearing? No. No. Who's hard of hearing? Is that a completely different game? That is a completely that might different be game. someone in the Deadlands. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's Dave's character in uh, Dead Lights Hell on Earth. That's right, yeah. <coughs> uh, Take yeah. out the gun doctor! Kill the train! Or gun doctor. <laughs> the gun doctor. Or gun doctor. Uh, yeah, so after doing that, I'm going to... Burst at the train. Okay. Oh my god. With a negative seven. My for Borderlands 2. Minus three from your wounds? Minus five for the whatever. You're at negative one right now. It's changed. So the penalty is based on the difference between your forces. Okay, so I'm at minus three. I might have been better at that last roll. Maybe not. Ooh. I did not do better with that roll. I only have one Benny left, so I don't know if I want to spend that. Roll 46. That's why I'm not going to spend that. Alright. <laughs> yeah. 13, 16. Yeah, 16. Oh god. 22. 26. 26. So that's 20. That's 5 wounds. <laughs> this is safe for my Alright. <laughs> so we got three people in in-cap. Uh Chin Mei. Um Are you in capped? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I can't do anything this right. Perusal. Oh <laughs> my god. He's <laughs> already gone. <laughs> Go ahead and roll I've for uh, Ross. Once. You have plus two. What do I roll? D four, D six. Um so we actually blew up both of them. Sweet. Um, so that is a 9 plus 2, 11. 11. Uh, that is a success and a raise. So yeah, you're able, and I remember this time, <laughs> you're able to, uh, with, especially with the help of uh, the man known, known as Kane, uh, kill a lot of these Nosferatus that go rushing back to the train, but the survivors get on there. And basically, they actually managed to save the people that were getting dragged back. And oh. so the surviving vampires return with no prisoners to the train, and it comes, they go screeching out of the station, sparks flying from the damaged parts of it, and it vanishes into the night. Standing. My jaw's literally shaking out of frustration. Yeah. <laughs> and all your friends are dead. And the town is filled with uh, hard <laughs> standing there looking around going, who do, where did, yeah. where did everybody go? <laughs> Deputy, uh, you're just coming to. Uh, um, you see Malcolm Locke standing over you and reaches hand down. You all right there, Deputy? She's <coughs> tore up a little bit, think, but I'll live. All right, good, good. Here, let me, let me help you. Let's get you up to your horse, deputy. So classic, you know, that wrist grab thing. Yeah. Like call up, stagger on over with his help to her horse, because she's still wounded, right? Yeah. Yeah. Here, uh, let me uh, let me help you bandage that up. Any. Pulls out some gauze. Like he gets you over to his horse, which is nearby. Mm-hmm. And there's another horse as well. We don't recognize the horse, but oh, okay. it's not Oakley. Right. 
he bandages you up a little bit, just keep you from bleeding out. Yeah, she's you know probably just really disoriented because bowel wounds and loss of consciousness. So you're, you're 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 leaning against the horse trying to catch your breath when you hear the hammer of a gun cock back, and Malcolm locks his. Sorry about this, Dippy. Pulls the trigger. What? Shall we pick up next time? Hello. I can't do that. <laughs> what? 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 It's what? just a ghost bullet or whatever, right? Yeah. That's what it is. He's like, no, everybody, I'm not everybody, play, everybody's like, gonna be home All the NPCs because he hasn't done anything to show that. Oh, man. Well, thank you, listeners, for tuning in <laughs> to our uh, season finale. And uh, I do hope that that little uh, cliffhanger will keep you uh, uh, interested in hearing season two when it returns. I can't make any promises of how long our uh, little hiatus will be, but hopefully it will be brief, and uh, we'll catch you all in a, hopefully a few weeks. Season two. Season yeah. two of Valley of... Harrowed famine. <laughs> Seriously. There isn't enough meat. <laughs>